Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Hello, bigots. Hello. Oh, I see you're all wearing your masks. That's lovely. That's lovely. Welcome. Welcome to the new world. The new world where everything's better. I don't know if you guys have heard. I don't know if you guys have heard, but over the last week, there have been some major changes. Your voices matter. My voice matters. Greta's voice matters. In fact, all of our voices matter. We promise. They really, really matter. We promise that they matter. They matter so much. All of our voices. They can't stop mattering. They just can't stop mattering. Oh, we got we got a bunch of bigots in the chat. I see I'm seeing I'm seeing the mask icons popping up in the chat. You guys are such good global citizens. Such good global citizens. It's been a week since I've addressed all the good global citizen bigots out there. It's been a week. It's been a crazy week, hasn't it? You guys make sure to like it, share it. You know YouTube's not going to share it. You know YouTube will not be sharing this. Um, yeah, what, what a week. So the censorship on social media has, has kicked off to a new level. We are at another level. Um, I don't know, it, it's getting crazy. It's getting crazy out there, everybody. The world's going nuts. Obviously, we don't have to go with it. But we've got to start this out. We've got to start this out right, guys. Um, look, we're going to get to the celebrations. I know, right? We've got things to celebrate. Right? We've got things to celebrate. First of all, racism being dead. <laughs> How amazing is that? I'm just, I am beside myself with joy that we don't have to deal with all this racism anymore, all this bigotry. I mean, that's, that's exciting. And we're going to get to that. Jessica's here. Don't worry. Jessica's here. here. She made it. She's here for you guys. She's here for the bigots. She's here to celebrate all of our voices being heard this week. All of our voices being heard. As long as we say the right things, right? Your voice, <laughs> your voice matters. As long as Twitter approves. Uh, but let's, let's learn a little bit about the presidency from Elmo. Now, this is from February 2020, right? This is, um, this is, way, this is back... Before the new normal, so uh, apologies here. I know that you might see some very disturbing images of a uh, Elmo without a mask. Right? He's not wearing any mask. I'm sorry. He didn't have to back then. This was in February. Okay. This is back in February. Caveman eighty one. There you go. Kicking off the, the super chat cascade. You, I'm a soy boy because oh. I love soy. You are a soy boy because you love soy. Thank you very much, Caveman eighty one. Here, I'll turn up the volume so. Those notifications are a little bit louder. You guys, these, these streams get zero support from YouTube. If you enjoy these streams, you got to support these streams. If you want more of these streams, support the dang stream. Best way to support is via the link that I'm throwing in the chat right now, the Streamlabs link. Use that Streamlabs link to support. You get your questions, your comments read on air. Zero support from YouTube, only supported by you guys. If you enjoy the show, 
please support the dang show. Uh, some of these, sometimes we get a little support from the audience. Sometimes we get basically none. Uh, again, you guys want these streams? You gotta support them. So thank you, Truth Serum says. Always enjoy these streams. Uh, JP hitting the like button. There you go. Uh, Caveman eighty one though. He he is stepping up, proving that he ain't a bigot. Sends five euros. Says all comes down to masculinity. Bad meat. Bad. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, it's, that, that seems to be the case, doesn't it? Seems to be the case. But we're going to learn a little bit about civics from the good grown-ups at Sesame Street. understand anything did you understand a single thing Elmo just said and that's the last all. word was show I heard musical and show that's I what I got soy boy because I love oh, soy Jessica's like yes <laughs> somebody supporting <laughs> Jessica loves soy too she it's a, it's a really good I just love hearing Ed's voice right to me hearing Ed's voice and, and his opinions on the transgressive um, visions of masculinity that we have um, it, it inspires me like he makes me want to be a better person. He wants to make me. He wants me to be a better man, a better trans person, right? A better trans vegan. Right? You guys, if you're new to the channel, you might know that I'm trans vegan. Um, we've we've had a lot of. Don't I hope there's no bigots in the chat. I hope there's no transphobes in the chat that can't deal with a trans bigot. In, or I'm sorry, a trans vegan. <laughs> Don't laugh. What is funny about trans people? Oh, you just said trans bigot. And you laughed. That's funny. So. All right, so a trans person My voice matters. skipping over... Don't question me. <laughs> My goodness, all right. What if Elmo was the president? Snazzy. Ooh, wait a dream, big Elmo. And you can have President Elmo by being the yeah. vice president. Oh, and let's imagine that we're at work. But this, Elmo is, uh, and Sesame Street. If you believe that you are being gaslighted, then speak out. Come and speak to someone. Make friends within the vegan community. Yeah, guess we got a a lot of gaslighting going on. We got a gaslighting, a gaslighting media. Gaslighting the shit out of us for many years now. And this is, uh, we're at peak media gaslighting this week. Thank you, Aaron Burroughs, donate three bucks through Super Chat. It says Corn Pop 2020, throws out three masks and four flags. I love it. The masks, the flags. Um, yes, the mask is, the mask is like the new color revolution symbol, isn't it? The mask is the global color revolution symbol. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Aaron Burroughs. I'm glad you're wearing your pussy mask. And um, I'm sorry, your, your face diaper. Uh, you guys, best way to support is uh, not via the, the YouTube the YouTube super chats. Remember, when you give super chats via YouTube, YouTube takes a fat cut. Use the Streamlabs link, guys. Thank you, guys, who do support. Some of y'all do support, and you do enjoy the stream. So please support if you enjoy the stream. Best way to do that is through the uh, Streamlabs link. All right. So um, yeah, we got Sesame Street. They they treat you just they treat you uh, as much. Uh, they treat you as about as much of a excuse me stumbling over my words today they treat you 
with about as much respect as uh, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, and, uh, and this global international media cartel treats you. They treat you with the same level of respect, and I like that. Or like that makes me feel makes me feel like my voice is heard when Elmo becomes president. This is what this is what MSNBC, Fox News, and CNN will be in like ten years. They'll be this will be it. It's gonna be all just AI Elmo, pee pee in the poo poo Elmo, telling you the daily news and how to feel. Pentagon? The Pentagon? 
Scott, what is it? Uh, it's a shape with five sides and five angles, but that's not important right now. Hello? Mr. President, mm -hmm. this is the Pentagon. It seems that we have a problem of the first order. Well, what's the problem? Oh, you want Elmo bomb my win? Oh, yeah, Elmo's so ready to bomb my Yeah, win. I'm half your size. Uh, oh, no, wait a minute. I'm far bigger and far stronger than you. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> oh, excuse me, Pentagon. Oh, yeah? Oh, you want Elmo to bomb a new developing country? What? The leader is a dictator? Oh, I don't like dictators. Dictators, is that when you have potatoes on your pee-pee? Oh, no. Oh, so no, you dictators, they're like you evil orange man Trump or Saddam Hussein or Gaddafi. Oh, yeah, no, Elmo will call his, his new Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton, and she can go take care of them. Oh, the bad guys. Okay, bye, Pentagon. Bye-bye. <laughs> The first order, sir. Someone is stealing all the firsts everywhere. Well, who would do such a thing? We have no clues yet, sir. But when we do, you'll be the first to know. Oh, boy. We have to figure this out. Yes, sir. Okay. Now, President Elmo is ready to catch whoever's taking all the firsts. Uh, by dressing like the number one, sir? Yes. One is the first of all the numbers. So, when the thief comes for number one, you jump out again. Yes, yes sir. Yeah. Send in the other numbers and go high. You got it, Mr. President. Good. Move, 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 move. <laughs> now, to put Elmo's presidential plan into action. Well, as anyone can see, number one is the first number. Got it? One is first. First, first, first. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, this is I'm I am so I'm so happy to get a civics lesson here. This is Carnists oh. will try to befriend you. They'll try to say the vegan ideology you've been brainwashed, come over here. That's brainwashing. <laughs> that is the actual brainwashing. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle Lowe. All right, we got some super chats. We're getting some support tonight. You, some of the biggest missed us. It's been, I think it's been six days. It says in the back end here of uh, Streamlabs, the last stream was six whole days ago. Six whole days ago. I wonder how many subscribers YouTube has removed in those six days. I wonder. YouTube has been removing consistently about 1,000 subscribers every month for about the last five months. Thank you very much, YouTube. We know, uh, we know you guys enjoy the streams. We know, that the, uh, we know the view counts. We, we know a lot of these counts that these algorithms are throwing out there. They might not be right. There's at least 12, maybe 13 billion people watching this right now. Um, so thank you guys for supporting the ones who do support the three to five people out of the 12 billion people watching this stream, we throw some support our way, including Anonym. Dang, Anonym. Anonym is the, the arch bigot of the stream. Skateboarding mm. teens in Hawaii. There we go. Right, and you just imagine them shirtless all day. Right. There we go. There we go. Anonym donated a whopping 50 USDs. Enjoying the show and, uh, and supporting the show. We appreciate that. Anonym says, thank you for your work. Greetings from Austria. Well, thank you for the support. And... Uh, Man, what time is it in Austria? It's got to be like 2, 3 o'clock, right? We've got a night owl over there in Austria. Anonym. Get some sleep. 
I think, you know, no, keep, keep watching, keep supporting Anonym. All right, so the top bigot of the night, Anonym. We got to see who can, who can beat that Streamlabs. Thank you very much. Uh, DB donated five bucks via Streamlabs. Says, a donation a day keeps Joe Biden's pedo ways at bay. I don't know what that means. Um, I mean, is that some sort of like a disrespectful tone towards the rightfully elected by the media president? Uh, is that, I mean, this is, that, that could be a high treason. Crimes against uh, crimes against all good global citizens being committed. <laughs> Thank you very much, DV. Uh, Caveman eighty one donates five pounds through super chat. Says masculinity is respect, responsibility, service to others, prevent, protect, and provide. It, those those are uh, those are all apt descriptions of what you know true real masculinity is, which is not which is not um, you know, manipulating in, uh, people into starving themselves. <laughs> like uh, like uh, Earthling Ed over here says no, but he's protecting the animals. He's protecting the animals. Um, I appreciate that, Caveman eighty one. Thank you very much. Um, uh, new world citizens seething says Talenza in the chat. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like some of these new world citizens might might be a little pissed, might be a little pissed, might be seething, and uh, and, and rightfully so because uh, even though racism was defeated this week. At the polls, by us, our voices, all of our collective voices, defeated bigotry, homophobia, um, racisms, got rid of them all. All of those, they're done. But uh, I don't know, people, people still be hating, I guess. New world citizens, they still be hating. Sesame Street, thank you very much. We, uh, we look forward to learning more. All right, now let's, now let's get to the big news. The big news. Look, I've even got this... I've got this uh, this nice special. Actually, smells really good. This not Ecuadorian cigar that has an Ecuador. So this guy brings these cigars in, and he sells them at a little shop in town, and they they throw the Ecuador label on it. But there's no way they're making these cigars in Ecuador. I asked the lady about where are those cigars from. They're actually from Cuba. Someone's bringing them in from Cuba and labeling them that they're from Ecuador to get it through customs. But um, this, it, I think it's time to break this out and celebrate, guys. I mean, we've got, we've got big, big things happening. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, like good global citizens, to the news media. Uh, you might have noticed that Twitter, YouTube, Facebook have essentially made it to where you can't really see anything but <laughs> the curated international news media that these people, that these people are throwing at us. And um, you, you may have noticed there have been some changes in the media atmosphere, the projected, now in the media, they're, very, they're being very careful to say projected now, the projected winner of the 2020 presidential election, Mrs. Madam President, I'm sorry, Vice President, Madam Vice President for now, elect. Let's just, let's just who cares about elect, right? If we're, if we're the media, we're going full on. Our president, our president. Come, Kamala, or Kamala Harris. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Our vice president, talking to our president, our totally real, um, fairly elected, truly representing the people, the voice of the people, Joe Biden on the phone with Kamala. Let's, let's hear it. This is the moment. This is the moment we were all waiting for. For, for four years, we were waiting for this. All of us, we couldn't get on with our lives, right? I couldn't go outside with somebody screaming at me and calling me transphobic, terrible things. 
for being trans vegan. I can't even I can't even uh, go on a go on a YouTube uh, vegan live stream and join the chat and make a single comment. I can't go in a, a, and, and join the chat and have a single comment without being swarmed with transphobic hate and bigotry. My children who are Ecuadorian, both of them Ecuadorian children, native-born Ecuadorians, my children have experienced nothing but racism and just hatred, bigotry, homophobia, all of these things, right? Um, and I think you guys all know where that was coming from. I think you guys all understand where that was coming from. And you probably understand why we need to be so happy right now, why our voices matter, why our voices matter. Your voice matters. My voice matters. As long as we say the appropriate Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube approved things, our voices matter. And they'll be heard. Your voice is going to be heard. If your voice is uh, talking about election fraud and showing proof of election fraud, it probably doesn't need to be heard. Like, who cares, right? But, uh, but for the most part, our voices, our voices matter. Okay, as long as Carnists will oh. try to befriend you. They'll try to say, the vegan ideology, you've been brainwashed. Come over here. That's brainwashing. Come over here. <laughs> that is the actual brainwashing. <laughs> the vegan ideology. Excuse me. Excuse me. One moment. i got to cut this thing right here. Um, here. Let's listen to it, though. The moment we've all been waiting for. We did it. We did it, Joe. We did it. We did it, Joe. It's like an angel's You're voice. Be the next president of the United States. <laughs> oh. We did it. We did it, Joe. Do you Joe. guys hear that laugh? It's You're beautiful. Be the next president of the United uh. States. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Oh, you did it. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> We We're just going to loop that the rest of the stream, guys. We're just going to loop that. Thank you so much. You guys helped do that. I know every one of you probably knows so many people who voted for these great leaders right here. All right. Every one of you. Congratulations to every single one of you. To every single one of you who have sat idly waiting for this madness to end. For all of you who have fought tooth and nail against the bigotry, the transphobia, the homophobia, all of these things. The ones who have, who have stood with PP and the Poo Poo Elmo and said, no, we are not. We are not going to be disenfranchised. Our voices matter. Okay, our voices matter. And Kamala's voice matters more than all of ours. I can't wait. We're gonna, we get to hear Kamala's voice. I, I just I want to hear Kamala's voice always. <laughs> I want to hear Kamala's voice just on loop. Here we go again. We did it. We did it, Joe. I did it. I did it, Joe. <laughs> there we go. That's Madam President Kamala. Kamala Harris, thank you so much, Madam President. We love you. We are, we are so happy to serve by your side. We are so happy to, to, uh, to move forward and to heal our nation together. 
Now I, I'm almost I'm almost tempted to to pull up the the Biden acceptance speech when he accepted the media's nomination. <laughs> I'm almost, but let, we're, we'll just we'll enjoy this nice Cuban cigar that somehow made its way into Ecuador with an Ecuadorian label on it. We're gonna enjoy. We're gonna enjoy this cigar, and we're gonna enjoy the victory for the people, for. The downtrodden for our children, right? And for all the future children and the future extra people that will, that will be uh, reproductive health serviced in the name of, uh, in the name of uh, Kamala and, and Biden here. So racism is dead. It's over. Right? I know some, some of you in the chat might still think oh, racism is cool or something. You guys might still, still think that, uh, that it's okay, to say your little, your little edgy racist or transphobic jokes, you might think that's okay, but it's not. Um, we've got some. We got a super chat here. Richard Who again? Richard Who again donates fifteen bucks through the Streamlabs mechanism, which is the best way, guys. The best way to support is via Streamlabs, not via the YouTube super chats. Via Streamlabs. Richard says, "Thank you for being a super spreader of truth, and may this bounty help in the pursuit to infect us all." <laughs> there we go. We're coming here from the, the Truth Super Spreader. The Truth Super Spreader Hotline. Speaking of which, we'll open up the lines later in the show. We're going to do open lines. We will be doing open lines. I've got the Zoom link in the description down below. And, uh, yeah, so we, we got a lot. We got a lot going on here. Let's see. Does, has Kamala put out any new videos? Here we go. 21, hour, 21 hours ago. Kamala Harris, right? So grass, so friggin' authentic. Dude, this is, like, she, she's, a, she's a black woman. She's an Asian woman. She's, uh, just whatever race the media wants her to be at the time, right? She's all those things. Um, and she's powerful. She's empowered. Let's hear what she had to say. Congressman John Lewis, before his passing, wrote, Democracy is not a state. It is an act. And what he meant was that America's democracy is not guaranteed. It is only... Yeah, we noticed. <laughs> we noticed. ...only as strong as our willingness to fight for it. To guard it and never take it for granted. And protecting our democracy takes struggle... You guys want to find me where it says in the U.S. Constitution that the United States is a democracy? You guys want to tell me where it says in the Constitution and the founding documents of the United States of America where it says that it's a, uh, a democracy? I just want to hear her giggle. I need, I need like a, a Kamala laugh track. That's what we need, some, a Kamala laugh track. It takes sacrifice, but there is joy in it. And there is progress because we, the people, have the power to build a better future. We, the people. <laughs> we, the people. There's like 10 people in the audience. All right? So grassroots. So grassroots. <laughs> All right, anyways. We, we have this... Uh, We've got this uh, lovely woman, healer. Oh, no. <laughs> She's not a healer, but 
her, her partner, her running partner, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden is a healer. How does she? Joe Biden is a healer. Joe Biden is a healer, a uniter, a tested and steady hand, a person whose unexperienced and loss gives him a sense of purpose that will help us as a nation reclaim our own sense of purpose. <laughs> Joe Biden's a healer. He's a healer. He's here to help us all to heal. To heal. <laughs> Like a, like a dog, right? You heal like a dog. Put on, put on your masks and heal. <laughs> they even pulled up Hunter on stage. Did you guys see this? They pulled Hunter up on stage to show what a healer he is. Hunter messing with his nose. Man. Oh, man, oh, man. Man, oh, man, oh, man. This is, this is so inspiring. We got Joe Biden. Here we go. Keep the faith, guys. Keep the faith. Which faith? Who would be keeping Joe Biden? Keep, keep the faith, guys. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. President-elect calls himself <laughs> husband, husband to Dr. Biden. Proud father and grandfather, ready to build back better for all Americans. There we go. So you got the World Economic Forum's calling card. The World Economic Forum's guy here. Bill Gates' boy. Klaus Schwab's guy. The World Economic Forum, the UN. Government of the UK, all these lackeys, all the globalist lackeys using the same calling card. Build back better. We're going to build back better. Build what back? Build what back? What are you building back better? Oh, the, what you destroyed when you locked everybody down? The, the, the damage you've done with the lockdowns? Build the Great Reset back better? Oh, okay. Build Back Better. So his, his website, buildbackbetter.com, I think we, we looked at this last week, right? Just the World Economic Forum, Great Reset, lingo is everywhere. It's everywhere. Joe Biden, Joe Biden is a healer. Joe Biden is a healer. Look, we got Kamala Harris. Look at that face, man. Look at this face. This one has locked up more black men for life. Than anybody else I could name right now. We've locked up more black people for drug crimes. Joe Biden, also responsible for these drug laws. <laughs> these people, these people, but look, she's the vice president elect of the United States. Elected by whom? The senator wife, Mamala. Oh, she's Mamala. She's a wife and a Mamala and an auntie. Fighting for the people. Also pronouns she, her. Damn. Damn, look at look how progressive. Pronouns. The first, not only is she the first trans black woman, <laughs> or just uh, you know, black when she wants to be, uh, the first black, Asian, Indian, whatever you wanted to be, woman, vice, president, elect, allegedly. But she's also the first vice president how elect. How how the first humanity. vice president elect with pronouns with pronouns in her Twitter in her Twitter page. So this is great. Oops. What on planet Earth? Sorry, that that Michelle though one's way too long. So we got pronouns in there. I might have to throw some pronouns up there just as like some activism. No pronouns for Joe Biden, unfortunately. 
We'll work on that. We can work on that. Joe Biden, America, I'm honored that you've chosen me to lead our great country. The work ahead of us will be hard, but I promise you this. I will, I will be a president for all Americans. Wow. Whether you voted for me or not. Wow, he promises you that he'll be your president too. That's amazing. I will keep the faith that you've placed in me. The faith that you've placed in him. He'll keep it. Let's listen to this. I haven't seen this video. What is this? What is this frame? Is this frame, is this the, the, this frame represent the media? How mass media frames reality for you? How mass media frames reality and gaslights you into believing that what exists inside of that little tiny box that they're giving you is all that exists. Right, it's all, look at this, all, it's all the black people. Oh, look at this. Hell, we love you. All of you. Oh, even a white man in there somewhere. Freaking video. So the frame. <laughs> Look at that frame. It's kind of like a smartphone, right? Everybody going around looking through their smartphone. Oh, look at that. Black trans lives matter. Like you care about any of these people. <laughs> All these people with normal jobs that are going to be eliminated by this Green New Deal stuff. All these people that live middle class lives that are being attacked by all these lockdown stuff that these people promote. All right, so anyways, a nation healed. A nation healed. Let's hear, let's hear president-elect, allegedly. <laughs> One of our president-elects, Joe Joseph Biden. He's like the, the, the uh, Juan Guayado of America. Joe, we'll call him Joe Guayado. Guayadin. <laughs> Joe Guayadin. The, the Guayado of the United States. Together, finally as one America. We stand together, finally as one America. We'll rise stronger than we were before. We will act on the first day of my presidency to get COVID under control. Because that's, that's the biggest issue. Everybody just wants Joe Biden to come and get COVID under control. Don't you, don't you love that lingo? We have to control it. We have to control the body. That's what it's about now. It's about control. Isn't it funny how the language has shifted? Flatten the curve. Two weeks to flatten the curve. One year later, we have to control everything. It's everywhere. We'll act. The passive economic plan will finally reward work, not wealth in this country. And we'll act to restore our faith in democracy and our faith in one another. We'll once more become one nation 
under God, indivisible, a nation united, a nation strengthened, a nation healed. <laughs> what? All right, so great, great rhetoric. So meaningful. So, 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 so meaningful. All right, so this is, this is great. That, this is why I'm, you know, I feel comfortable having this cigar. I know that there's so much healing going on. There's so much healing, right? Now, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't promote tobacco use, but I have to, uh, I got to have this cigar in honor of all the healing and the dead racism and the progress that we've all made and that we're all making under the new, <laughs> the new regime. Um, all right, Pano Costro Stones, five bucks, says, who's ready for that overprotective mommy female totalitarian society? How much lower will the average testosterone fall during Biden's term? Cast your predictions now. Thank you, Pano. I appreciate that. You guys, the best way to support is via Streamlabs. Streamlabs, best way to support. I'll put the link in there. Thank you guys who do support. If you enjoy the streams here, you know, we get no, we don't get a single, a single iota of support anymore from YouTube. In fact, they, they're going to unsubscribe you. It's very likely if you're watching right now, you might have been unsubscribed several times already from this channel. I get long-term viewers telling me all the time, I've been unsubscribed to your channel yet again. Somebody told me, a very long-term supporter of the channel told me it was five times that he was unsub. Tommy, five times. All right, so thank you for the support, guys. All right, so the, the healing is happening. We've got this dude, uh, Eugene Lee Yang. He's a writer, director, actor. Digital producer. He's got a nice check mark next to his name on Twitter. So you know he's a good global citizen. Here's his thoughts. Fuck any official, cabinet member, representative, advisor, or voter who enabled and supported this disgraceful, incompetent, bigoted, idiotic, lying, orange ass clown. We got your names. We got your names. What? What? Look at it. With a burn book gif. I don't know what movie that's from. We got your names, he says. That's oh, from Mean Girls, I think. It's from Mean Girls. I've never seen Mean Girls. Um, we've got your names. Wow. Wow. How nice of you. How kind of you. Let's see. We've got another one. Jennifer, the people decide. Ruben. She's got a check mark next to her name. She says, Never Trump. Pro-democracy opinion writer at Washington Post. MSNBC contributor. If right doesn't matter, we are lost. She says, any R, I guess that means Republican, now promoting rejection of an election or calling to not, <laughs> calling to not to follow the will of voters or making baseless allegations of fraud should never serve an office, join a corporate board, find a faculty position, or be accepted into polite society. We have a list. We have a list. Whoa. Another one. We got a list. We've also got Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Latina. Representing all the Latinas. <laughs> no. Representing fucking nobody. This stupid bitch says, 
Is anyone archiving these Trump sycophants for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future? I foresee decent probability of many deleted tweets writing photos in the future. <laughs> uh, what? What? She says, she, I foresee decent probability of many deleted tweets writing photos, photos in the future. Now, we got to make lists. We got to start screen grabbing. Now, the, the, best, the best response to this was deleted was deleted. And this was a former Obama speech writer. I forget the guy's name, but I had retweeted it. I took a screenshot. I don't know where it went. I might have put it up on Instagram or something and just got lost in the flow. But the, this other guy was talking about, no, we, we've got a list. If you want to add people to the list, if you would like to add people to the list, come and check out <laughs> check out our website. And I forget what, the, what it was called. It was like the Trump Accountability um, Coalition or something like that. Let me see if I can find a screenshot that I, I think I took a screenshot of it. But this is how crazy is this, right? Like now, of course, I, I didn't vote, as I told you. I think I told you guys several times that I wasn't going to be voting in this election. In fact, I'd never voted in a presidential election or any election at all in the United States. I think democracy is fake and ridiculous, right? Which is, you know, all this all this voter fraud stuff. This has been happening for a damn long time. This has been happening for a long time. All right, there's been test, uh, testimony in front of Congress about this many times, about the rigging of the electronic voting machines. Let me find this. I had a screenshot somewhere. Maybe I don't have it. I don't want to waste time looking for it. Okay, sorry. Sorry for the dead air time there. But anyway, so we got lists. <laughs> we got lists. So how about me just as somebody who makes fun of all you fucking nutcases? I'll make fun of nutty Trump supporters too, right? Obviously, I think Trump would be a way better option uh, than Biden as far as, hey, lockdown, no lockdown, mask mandates, language, no mask mandates. I'm very critical of a lot of things Trump has done. Pissed at him for a lot of things. Happy with some things that he's done and said. Love the way that he just bulldozed the international media. And brought about the whole fake news meme, which these people are still so pissed about. These people are still so pissed about it. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So I guess anybody who enabled Trump, his enablers, not just people who voted for him, enablers. So does that mean, uh, does that mean people who just, who just didn't vote for you? People who just didn't vote for, vote for Biden? People who were just fed up with all the stupid identity politics stuff? People who just want to live their lives? <laughs> people who weren't going to melt down no matter what the results of the election were people who didn't have a meltdown either way people who didn't cry at the fake results that the media has, has proclaimed prematurely those people need to be put on the lists too so we got, we got lists being made for the gulags and re-education how lovely how freaking lovely um, alright now even better. Even better. We have some fellow good global citizens who, who, who were uh, cheering on their new president and experiencing all sorts of totally real human emotion in front of cameras and, uh, and thousands of other people. Let's, let's see what... <laughs> this is Washington Post video. Democrats experience tears, joy, as Biden and Harris are declared winners. Declared winners by who? Oh, yeah, by, by the Washington Post and New York Times. 
<laughs> by, the, by the international media. Okay. It's easier to tell your kids character matters. It matters. Telling the truth matters. Being a good person matters. If you're Muslim in this country, you, you, you don't have to worry if the president doesn't want you here. <laughs> if you're it's crying. You don't have to worry if the president's going to be happy to have babies snatched away or send dreamers. <laughs> babies snatched away? Trump's not going to take your babies now. All of you, He's not going to take your babies. Biden's here. Biden will, will sniff your beautiful babies and caress their faces in front of their parents. <laughs> oh, please. Please. <laughs> this is vindication for a lot of people. I thought about my mom and my grandmother this morning. What a they dork. Have the right to vote. What a, what a, what a fake-ass man that guy is, right? And there's absolutely nothing wrong with tears. There's nothing wrong with crying. But that was the fakest, stupidest shit. <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> but I did. I spent all my life believing that the right to vote was, was the key to our future. This is not about asking anyone to leave the room. Just scoot over and let women also share in the leadership of this country. I'm so grateful that this moment has come. Anybody can sympathize, but Joe Biden has a way of empathizing. <laughs> I, that, um, I love that line. The media started using this like six months ago. Joe Biden has empathy. Okay, I'm Kamala Harris, and Joe Biden has so much empathy for everyone. <laughs> he was exactly what this country needs this time. And I also felt that he could withstand Donald Trump's foolishness. After the endorsement, both of us wept. Uh, tears were coming down his cheeks, and so, uh, so uh, were mine. And I, um, I, I felt then that this might set the campaign uh, in a good and new direction. They are exactly what our country needs now. We need competence. We need decency. As a black woman, what does this moment mean to you? <laughs> as, a, as a black woman. <laughs> Remember, this is the guy who was, like, lambasting Ice Cube for even talking to Trump. <laughs> As a black woman. Fucking, it's Anderson Cooper talking to her. I, I recognize his voice. Pretty sure it's Anderson. It's... Anderson Cooper Vanderbilt. Amazing. It's amazing. Uh, it brings tears to my eyes and, and joy to my heart. And my, you know, almost 18-year-old daughter that feels thrilled. I know they're young... Girls and I hope young boys all over. So listen this. to this. There's there's no there's no soul in it. There's no heart. There's zero conviction. <laughs> all these flaccid dead fish people speaking. This country who see themselves in her, just as in a family, in a country, we have so much more in common than that which divides us. And you've got to find that fundamental. Uh, truth together as to who we are and what we can be. I think we all need to step back right now, George, and understand what's going on on the other side. The danger that we have right now is what's going to happen with the more militant portion of the mega movement. I say that. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the military that Joe Biden's going to use to invade Iran <laughs> and, and try to start World War III again, uh, like they did back when uh, Hillary was Secretary of State. Um, 
Yeah, so here, let's let's get the full clip. I'll you got to get the Van Jones full clip. Van, what are your thoughts? <clears throat> it's um Well, it's easier to be a parent this morning. It's easier to be a dad. It's easier it's easier to tell your kids character matters. It matters. Tell them the truth matters. Being a good person matters. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, he's wiping the real tear from his real eye. He's crying. The orange man it was so mean to me for four years. And the orange man it made me feel so bad. And now he's gone. The orange man he's gone. And the new good man Joe Biden he comes in. He goes sniff the babies. He goes sniff my children, make them feel better. <laughs> what a bumbling fucking buffoon Van Jones is. What a bumbling buffoon. Like on cue. This could not be more pathetic. Person matters. Oh, oh, I'm so... Just what a coincidence that he brought that tissue prop to use. Fake voice crackle. It matters. It matters. The truth matters. And if we could just not look at any of the weird things that happened during this election and just move forward with our wars and our war on all the people with the COVID crisis, lockdowns, then we could just forget about this election and move on and we can heal. (laughs) This is the, these these people are healing. They're healing. Tell them the truth matters. Being a good person matters. And it's easier for a whole lot of people. If you're Muslim in this country, you, you, you don't have to worry if the president doesn't want you here. If you're <laughs> he doesn't want me. The president doesn't want me here. <laughs> so if you're Muslim, the president doesn't want you here. But hey, we've spent the last four years telling more than half the country that we don't want them here. That they're not essential, that they're deplorable, terrible people, calling them racist, bigots. <laughs> but no, the president doesn't want the Muslims here. You, you people at CNN, MSNBC, Fox, you guys have told most of the country that you don't want us here. You don't want us anywhere. <laughs> you don't have to worry if the president's going to be happy to have babies snatched away or send dreamers. Back for no reason. It's a vindication for a lot of people who have really suffered. You know, the, the, I can't. Do you think he? Do you think he was a wet rag? And he, when he dabbed that one, I look. There's only tears on the one side. Did he just dab fake? All right, check it out. Let's see. Did he, did he squeeze some tear juice onto his face right there? I don't see any tears before that. Matters. Okay, there's nothing wet. He wipes and that right side of his eye. Did he wipe some water on his face? If you're face? Muslim in this country, let's see. You, you, you know, maybe it looks like he might be really conjuring them tears up. What a bitch. What a bi- to, to be able to fake cry as an adult man. What a bitch. <laughs> he fucking fake cry. 
You're an adult, man. You fake cry on TV. You're a fucking bitch. I'm sorry. No, no offense to my, my dog's mother, but you're a bitch. I have to worry if the president doesn't want you here. If you're an immigrant, you don't have to worry if the president's going to be happy to have babies snatched away or send dreamers back for no reason. Yeah, Please. see, he just put, he just dabbed water on his fucking eye, dude. This guy just put water on his face. He put a tear on his face. <laughs> and he's playing, you see, he's playing with the napkin that he dabbed his face with twice. Only a tear on that one side. Vindication for a lot of people. Who have really suffered? You know. Yeah, I, I look. Oh, you're lying! You didn't put a tear on his face. It looks to me like that dude just threw a tear up on his face. Okay, I might be wrong. It might be my interpretation. I'm pretty damn sure that Van Jones just dabbed some water on his face twice. There's only tear on one side. The, the, I can't breathe. You know that wasn't just George Floyd. That's a lot of people that felt. Yeah, it's a lot of people who are wearing masks and locked in their homes and told that they're not essential. That have had their small businesses forced closed. So that Amazon, Walmart, and these massive mega corporations that fund your organization can take over those jobs and get rid of us. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were saying they couldn't breathe because they're being forced to wear masks at work. A lot of children are being forced to wear them at school. What the fuck? They couldn't breathe. Every day you're waking up and you're getting these tweets and you just don't know. And you're going to the store and, and people who have been afraid to show their racism are getting nastier and nastier to you. And you're worried about your kids and you're worried about your sister. And, and can she just go to Walmart and, and get back into the, her car without somebody saying something to her? And, 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 and you that's, that's, yeah, because Van Jones just, he can't go to Walmart this guy never goes to Walmart, right? Van Jones just can't go to Walmart. Everybody at Walmart is just like, yeah, Trump, N-word. <laughs> like every, everyone's just like, everyone's got MAGA hats and they're just screaming the N-word when they see black people. What, what, what reality do these people live in? This, is, this dude's paid millions of dollars a year to come up and fake cry on television, to sell out his country, to sell out his people. <laughs> you're, you're paid millions of dollars a year. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just so bad out there. Everyone at Walmart's always screaming racial slurs. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, man? What reality are you in? Spent so much of your life energy just trying to hold it together. And this is a big deal for us just to be able to get some peace. And I'm enjoying this cigar. It was very nice. Here's the problem, though. I'm not very like I, I had I had a cigar this week. I had a cigar last week. So like the third cigar I've had in years, <laughs> in years, and uh, it, it does hit me hard. It does hit me hard does, to to have the whole cigar to smoke the whole cigar, kind of a lot. But I think I'm gonna have to finish it today because it's already all, it's already all gummed up. What is your mouthful gummed up with honey juice? Um, <laughs> build a butcher. We'll build a butcher quote for everybody. All right, Van Jones, let's let's finish this off. Give us some more crocodile tears, homie. Good man matters. I, you know, I just want my sons to, to look at this. Look at this. 
You yeah. know, you look can... at your dad fake sniveling like a little bitch, putting fake tears on his face in front of the camera to manipulate a nation of vulnerable, decadent consumer coomers. Look at your dad. <laughs> look at your pathetic fucking sellout father. Look at your father. He's a whore. Your father's a literal whore on television, on CNN. He's a fucking whore. Look at this. Look at this. You know, it's easy to, to, to do it the, the cheap way and, 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 and get away with stuff. But it comes back around. It comes back around. And it's a good day for this country. I, I'm sorry for the people who lost. Uh, for them, it's not a good day. But for a whole lot of people, it's a good day. Realize what this is getting set up for, right? When Trump brings us to the Supreme Court, it sounds like, from what I've seen, from what I've seen, I guess Twitter will say, no, that's not true. That's disputed. Twitter will say, but man, I have seen insane, insane evidence of voter fraud, of rigging of these machines, of all sorts of illegal activity around this, and it all, it all tends to go in one direction. So it seems to me like they are setting this up to be a huge, gnarly switcheroo. The, the, the media might know what's coming, too. They might realize what's coming and are setting up for a big outburst of emotion, disappointment, and rage. Okay, so uh, when, when that shit starts to happen, when they flip it, if that does get flipped, which remember, this is not an official decision. This is the media gaslighting you. This is the media plotting out your behavior, seeding your future behaviors with twilight language, constantly telling you what's going to happen before it even happens. I guarantee you, guarantee you, well, I can't guarantee anything, but I bet if things get switched around, people like this, people like this are already working on their script to flip it on these crazy left-wing people who are going to go nuts when their victory gets stolen from them, if that happens. You know, we'll see. We shall see. Sorry, let's, let's see what else. We got Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert, this dude... Stephen Colbert used to be pretty funny, right? Late 90s, early 2000s, The Daily Show, when Stephen Colbert was just a correspondent, when the, uh, that other guy that was, what's the dude that played Andy on The Office, what was that guy's name? He was actually really funny on The Daily Show back in the day, when, like, Vanessa B was on The Daily Show, and they would do, they would do, you know, segments, when he didn't have his own show, he was actually pretty funny back in the day, when they used to rip on George W. Bush, when they used to kind of pretend to be against the Warhawks. Now, now they're just full-on Warhawk whores, right? It's just neocon talking points all day. But Colbert did used to be funny. I haven't really, well, I haven't seen really anything Colbert has said in a few years. This will be the first. Let's see what he's got to say. We all knew he would do this. That's Stephen Colbert fighting back tears on Thursday's late show. <laughs> That's Stephen Colbert fighting back totally real grassroots tears on TV. So, after President Donald Trump's press conference where he alleged Joe Biden and the Democrats were stealing the 2020 presidential election. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal... Oh, no, 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 but you guys, the, the, the media says there's no evidence, so there's no evidence, don't worry. Orange Man has no evidence. He has no evidence. We have evidence. Science is real, okay? We're healing. <laughs> this is their narrative. It's just like, no, 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 there's no evidence, there's no evidence. 
they're, they're setting up for a big outburst. They're setting it up so they, they want chaos. They want chaos in the streets. They want people in the streets. They want people fighting in the streets. They want both sides fighting each other violently in the streets. That is what is desired. That is what is scripted. If you look at the Transition Integrity Team's documents, where'd that go? I had a couple of these. The Transition Integrity Team, where is that? Well, anyways, they, they ran simulations. The Transition Integrity Team ran this exact simulation, the exact simulation we see here. So this is this is the classic script for the color revolution model. We've been talking about this for months now, ever since all this COVID stuff started. The color revolution model, all the BLM activists out in the streets, all these well-funded, well-organized groups chanting empty slogans, the swarming, the fake dance parties, the grassroots dance parties in front of the media in the streets. This is all a tried and tested script for regime change, color revolution has been used by intelligence agencies, by U.S.-backed NGOs, by U.S. aid, by the Open Society Foundation. This has been used in all sorts of other countries. It's been used in Eastern European countries to rape and pillage them, figuratively, of course. And so right now we're at the phase where all the, the, the heads of state recognize the new leader, just like the U.S. recognized Guayado in Venezuela. Oh, look, he, he won the election. Guayado won the election. And the, you know, just like the U.S. does with these other countries, you've got your own Guayado in the U.S. Biden, Guayadan. And so the final phase of this, though, the final phase that they're going to roll out is street mobs. Right? That's what it is. Occupying public spaces, demanding, Trump's got to go, he's a dictator. And then, oh, he, to, he has to step down for the good of the country. That'll be the narrative. That'll be the narrative. So it's like what they did to Lukashenko. It's like what they did in Belarus recently. The failed color revolution. This is the regime change model. All right, so... It's been used over and over and over again. Now, that doesn't mean, I'm not saying like, either, not, neither side is saints. Neither side is saintly in this, right? The, the whole, the very concept of democracy is a joke. Even Plato wrote about this. Democracy is ruled by oligarchs. It is ruled by the oligarchs who can mobilize, manipulate, and propagandize people into enslaving other people. And that's what, that's what democracies have always been. Degenerate oligarchs. The election from us. For the record. Always run by, rather, uh, degenerate oligarchs. And it, it, we're being shown this. Right? Your, your faith in the very idea of democracy is going to be undermined to bring in the new system of technocracy. Right? Now, we'll see what happens here. We're going to start hearing a lot, probably from Microsoft, Bill Gates, about the election guard stuff. And all these people, oh, we're going to guard the election. You push your button and trust that on the other side, your vote counts. Your voice matters. Go push the button on the voting machine made by Diebold. Made <laughs> the Diebold voting machine. I guess the Diebold, the company changed, and I think it's now, uh, what's the new, the new name for, not, it's not Diebold anymore. It's not Diebold anymore. Anyways, let's continue. There's no evidence the election was rigged or stolen and no proof of illegal votes. No proof. There's no evidence. No proof of illegal votes. All, all these people are finding thousands of dead people that voted. No evidence. No evidence at all. <laughs> Voter fraud doesn't exist. 
Four years ago, Russians stole the election, but now this is a totally good and legit election. How do you know it's good and legit? Well, because our guy won. How dare you? Our guy won. How dare humanity, humanity. as a species, the most destructive, the horriblest, the cruelest species that has ever walked on planet Earth. All right. We got some super chats. Thank you guys for the support. We're getting some, we have some decent support tonight, and I really appreciate you guys, uh, you guys and gals who do support the show here. Caveman81 donates 10 pounds through Super Chat, says Joe Biden, 47 years of corruption, racism, and shenanigans. Hey, Biden, where is Hunter? What about the males? Man, the world has gone mad. The big guy, Hunter, the big guy Biden, right? 10% for the big guy. I won't take 50% like my dad does. Hey, where's Hunter? Hunter was on stage last night. They just rub it right in their faces. That's why I'm, I'm starting to think it, it, it really does seem like what, what they want out of this is the backlash from both sides, the chaos from both sides. All right, big tech then comes in. We need more censorship. We need more totalitarian measures. We need more police state. What is, what is, what is it always about? <laughs> whenever, whenever these crises happen, it's always, oh, the government just needs to, to monitor you more. We need to track and trace you. We need to control you more. Oh, no, we have to control the virus, rather. Control the virus. We've got to get rid of the mobs. And then, so they make the mobs. They make the mobs. They fake the mobs. They get the mobs out in the streets. They get the mobs fighting. And they say, oh, no, we'll save you from the mob that we just sent out. <laughs> it's crazy. And, of course, this, this happened on a... It's such a... a at such a pivotal time, too. Like, what, what great timing that this all happens in the middle of this terrible, real virus that's just all of our families are suffering because of the virus. Not because of the lockdowns, because of the virus. Ah! <laughs> right? But, you know, I mean, hey. What did Trump do to stop Fauci the last year? Not much. Talked a little shit. Yeah, I don't know. I'm very critical of both sides. There are certain things that don't change, like uh, Benjamin Netanyahu's influence. But uh, thank you, Caveman81. I appreciate that. William Francis donates four ninety nine through Super Chat. Says he'll be shedding real tears when Christ returns. Kyrie Ellison. Kyrie Ellison. I don't know that name. That word. I don't know. I don't know that name. But thank you, William Francis. I appreciate that. Uh, Del Bridge. There we go. Del Bridge. What's up, Del? Delbridge donates 20 bucks through Super Chat says, Hey Tristan, how are you? Also, if Jesus was president, what are some policies do you think he will implement? <laughs> that's, that's, uh, uh, I'll answer that in a second. Uh, lastly, God bless you and your family eternally. Uh, amen. Thank you. Also, Streamlabs is not working for me. That's weird. Streamlabs is working for some other people. A few people sent it through Streamlabs. I'm sorry it doesn't work for you. You said before that it didn't work for you. Um, maybe refresh the page. Everybody send... Everybody, support via Streamlabs right now just to test it. Everybody, send a big, fat $20 donation through Streamlabs to support the stream and to test it out right now and uh, make sure it's good. So, Del, uh, yeah, as far as you know, hypotheticals about if Jesus was president, look, Jesus is God, right? And, and God is in charge. This is, the, this is the thing. All these fake democracies, all this bullshit talk about... Uh, your voice matters. And if we all just, if the mob just gets together and decides that something's good, then that makes it good. And it's got to be mob rule and majority rule. This is nonsense, right? Um, there's a quote, in fact, there's a great quote 
Let me see if I... I think I posted this. I'll pull up... Uh, it's in my Chrome. Let's open up that. Here we go. Here's a quote. Where is it? Where's that quote? I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. It's from um, St. John Cronstadt. And the quote is, Hell is a democracy. Heaven is a kingdom. There it is. In heaven there is a kingdom. In hell there is democracy. So... That's what's up. We're in this fallen world. And then there's uh, institutionalized revolution. Institutionalized revolution is, uh, is highly destructive. It's dangerous. And the real winner, the real king, <laughs> is not any man. It's not any man. It's God. So, uh, ultimately, all these earthly powers, yes, yeah, some of these things will affect our lives. And we do have to fight for some of this sometimes. But... Uh, democracy in and of itself is an indefensible, stupid system. The United States was never meant to be a democracy at all. It's a republic. <laughs> and this whole idea of constant revolution is very destructive. So, um, yeah, thank you for that, Delbridge. I appreciate that. And uh, we're doing all right over here. We are surviving. I'm a survivor. I'm not going to give up. President Biden, help me survive in. Do you believe in life after Trump? I can feel the rain inside myself. I really don't think you're strong enough. Yeah. Do you believe in life after Trump? Um. Yeah, so how fitting that uh, Biden would be declared the president on November 7th. Guess what else happened on November 7th? Guess what else happened? On November 7th, 1917, the coup d'etat went down in history as the October Revolution. The interim government was toppled, the Soviets seized power, and Russia later terminated the Triple Entente military alliance with France and Britain. For Russia, it was effectively the end of the war. So the, uh, the October Revolution coup d'etat happened <laughs> on the same date. How fitting. So nearly 100 years ago, we also had the Spanish flu. We had the First World War, the redrawing of the... Well, again, I'm bigger and stronger than you, so I won't worry too much. Ooh, it's herbivore, bigger and stronger. All right, the, the, the 1917 Great Reset. What's happening back then? Real Big Nuts donates 20 bucks on Streamlabs. Says Streamlabs test. There you go. We, we're going to need at least 50 more people to do that same test. <laughs> Thank you, Real Big Nuts. I appreciate that. Appreciate the support, my man or lady. Lady with Real Big Nuts. Uh, says Streamlabs test. The media parroting over and over that there's no voter fraud means there is 100% voter fraud. <laughs> Wise man once said, it isn't who sits in the White House, but who sits over the White House. Praise Jesus. All right. Thank you, Real Big Nuts. That's a, that's a very generous super chat. I appreciate that. Guys, the best way to support is via the Streamlabs link. We need, we need like 20 more people to test that just to make sure it works. 
just to make sure it works. All right, so yeah, it's uh, very, very interesting times. Fascinating developments happening lately. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about us. Oh, you guys want to see something cool? You want to see something cool? Jessica was really happy with this. What? I'm sorry. Are these poisonous? What? What? I'm asking if it's poisonous. Look, even I pulled my sheep and scared. I know. Hey, you're gonna. That's the best part. Is when she touched your leg and you thought it was a snake. No, it was her hair tickled my my. Yeah, your hair, but you saw it was dead. It was in my hand. You knew it was dead before. I don't trust you. That was, you trust me. You know you trust me. Trust you, have I ever gotten you bit by a poisonous snake before? No. 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 <laughs> Man, I found this. I found a. Uh, I murked a, a freaking coral snake, man. They, these coral snakes, these are one of, this is one of the deadliest snakes around. Luckily, their heads are pretty small, and it's, I think it's pretty difficult for them to pierce your skin. But, um, yeah, I was walking up, uh, up above our house. I was going to get this calf that had hopped a fence, and I was bringing her back down. Just kind of looking at the grass and how it's growing, thinking, when am I going to get some dang rain? I'm not even allowed to have some dang rain here in our rainy season. It's been... Uh, been so dry, been so dry, been so curiously dry lately. Um, and I saw the thing just kind of slithering across the path that I was walking on. I got a little startled, like, whoa, I didn't even see it. So I, uh, I, I took a rock and I, I chucked the rock and it smashed its head. But, um... <laughs> Are these poisonous? What? What? I'm asking if it's poisonous. <laughs> Hey, you're gonna. Are these poisonous? <laughs> no, I was just going across the path and then I decided to move aggressively towards it with a rock and I smashed its head. Oh, wow. They didn't see you coming? It saw me. It felt me coming before I smashed it. It was all curled up. No, it was just going. So the car keeps going the path, out, and then I. Nothing cool. They're actually really beautiful, really beautiful creatures. But uh, man, I don't want to be running into these too often. These things are. These things are to be eliminated on site. It's really moving. You touch it. It's dead. His head's not moving. Just the tail. Look at how thick. Why does the tail still move? But nothing else. Can I talk this tail? You know, like with a chicken, you slaughter. Yeah. You keep running around. Can I talk the head? No. Well, if it was alive, you would not go anywhere near it. You wouldn't stay far away from this. But since it's dead, you can grab it. You can hold it. You can hold it? Grab it. Yeah. Say <laughs> First sorry. She already held it. <laughs> Pretend it's a snake, he said. <laughs> Didn't we say? Pretend that's a snake. It is a snake. It's dead. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that was... This thing's crazy. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, here, oh, we've got another update from the from the homestead here. We got some some new ducks. Mus Muscovies, I think they call these type of ducks. Aren't they cool? That male right there, that that white one, that big one. That's their introduction. They're quiet compared to chickens too. And it's so cool the way they shake their tail around and like bob their heads at each other. These are real meaty too. These are really nice meaty ones. So I'm I'm excited for these ducks. We introduced those ducks to the uh, the spot here. Someone's commenting about commenting about that steak. Some of that steak's making somebody hungry. I could do I could eat a steak right now. I would eat that steak right now. That was a good. I didn't get any. I just took a picture. That's true. I didn't. I didn't yeah, I just took a picture of that steak. I had that was Jessica's. For that was Jessica's late birthday steak. Um. <laughs> right. So, anyways. Anyways. Anyways, the cigar keeps going out. It tastes really good. Somebody asked what kind of cigar is it. It's kind of an unlabeled cigar that somebody brought. Somebody brought a bunch of these in and brings them into Ecuador, allegedly from Cuba. And then they, they put an Ecuadorian label on them to get them through um, what's called aduanas, which is customs. Uh, there's a lot of hard... The import duties here are difficult. It's hard to import stuff. So anyways, that's what's been going on with us. Like we, the clouds, it's wanting to rain. Every day it's been wanting to rain. But then these big, smoky layers have been creeping up over the back there from the Peru side of uh, the mountains, which is really annoying. We usually get decent rain this time of year, but hopefully it, uh, hopefully we get some good rain soon. It's, it's November, the rainy season's starting, and we need it. We got no pasture. We need, a, we need rain for our animals. We had a, uh, another, another development. I don't have a picture, but we had a calf born yesterday. We got a new calf born yesterday. We got some, um, we got some colostrum, which is quite nice. Which is quite nice. <laughs> got so, somebody in the chat is very upset that I'm smoking a cigar. Advocates healthy lifestyle and smokes a cigar. Oh goodness, I'm so sorry to trigger you. I'll, I'll go ahead and help you out. I'll go ahead and help you out, Mister Sir. You're gone. <laughs> You're gone, child. You're gone, child. I'll, I'll enjoy a nice cigar when I like, or when I want to enjoy a nice cigar. Thank you very much. So, um, all right, let's let's come back over here. I might I might take some calls tonight. Let's see. I've got. We'll start the Zoom meeting. If you guys want to call in, we'll do some audience call-ins. We'll take some calls today. We've got the uh, I've got Zoom open right now. Feel free to call in. There's a link in the description down below. If you guys want to support the show, if you enjoy the streams, please support via the Streamlabs. Please support. If you hate the show and you hate me, you can also support. And, uh, and I can use that support cash to buy a couple more cigars so that you can, uh, so that you can hate me more. <laughs> and, think that, and think that you're superior. <laughs> because I dared to smoke a cigar. I am enjoying the cigar. And I am enjoying this in the name of all the bigots and the racists out there who are just obviously so mad that our madam, vice president-elect by the news media is Kamala Harris. This is for Kamala. 
I'm smoking this for Kamala. I'm smoking this for Joe Biden and for all of America. We are watching racism go up in smoke. <laughs> Kamala. Kamala Harris. All right, we, we already got somebody waiting in the waiting room. Or we had somebody. Nope, he left. All right, we'll, we'll pull in some callers later. Um, we have, what else do we have? We got a bunch of stuff to talk about. We got so much we can talk about. Here we go. Did we finish watching? Oh, we haven't even watched Colbert yet. Okay, sorry. Let's watch Colbert. Presidential election. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal the election from us. For the record, there's no evidence the election was rigged or stolen and no proof of illegal votes. The Late Show host filmed his show shortly after that speech, and it was clear from the jump he wanted to talk about it. Or tape. She, this chick's got like a 30% Kamala voice, right? She got a little bit of that, like, uh, it's like your voice just kind of creaks out from the top of your throat and kind of just bounces off of the top of your nasal cavity. And you have to talk like that. And if you talk like that, if you talk like that, people know that you really care. People know that you really care so much. Like, Kamala, we did it, Joe. Joe, we did it. We're going to be presidents, Joe. We did it. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry's on the line right now. Jerry, we did it. We did it. Yeah. Racism's it. over. It's over for good this time. It's over. It's over. Jerry, now you're going to trigger some people in the chat because you're always, you're always coming over here and, and, and chain smoking your cigarettes. Now I'm over here. I'm, I'm smoking my healthy cigar. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying cigars are healthy, guys. I'm not, I'm not advocating for cigars, but we can't have us both smoking here. Um, That's right. That's right. I came on to scold you, actually. Thank you. To warn you I of the need dangers. That. I need that. Can you warn me of the dangers of cigars, please? Yeah. Did you know that tobacco causes cancer? Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know it that it's one of the greatest? Uh, it's it's also it's a toxic masculinity thing too. Cigars. They're free, yeah, they're frequently true. smoked. True. Actually, that might be even worse. They're frequently smoked by men. White men. Yeah. White men. Ooh, that's dis- don't even, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's disgusting. I'm a bipoc. Um, yeah. Jerry, uh, dude, racism is done. Your boy. I know your your boy Trump. Uh, he's just a, a sore loser or something. I guess is the. Uh, the there is no evidence of voter fraud. No evidence. Well, you're, you're, what are you going to come over here and try and try and say there is? No. I'll put no, you there's on. No evidence. I'll put you on AOC's list right now, dude. <laughs> AOC, yeah, I saw that. as if they didn't have a list already. You know, we already knew that. Please, AOC, yeah. put put Jerry at the top of your genocide list. Yeah, I would be honored. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. Uh, you know, as far as all that goes. Uh, pretty demoralizing you know i mean hey he's gonna fight it but at the same time it's like the all the establishment on the left and the right is going to rise up you know and try to push him out you know and don't look at the election don't look at the the, you know the facts and the details let's just uh sorry i'm trying to block this light um you know let's just all sing the same tune while we shove him to the door and uh, hopefully nobody will look too closely uh until it's too late um 
But then again, I don't know what we expected to be any different. Um, well, we talked about this like in the in the streams leading up to this. <laughs> we were talking; it's guaranteed right. to be contested, right? It was guaranteed, and we, the voter fraud. This was the whole narrative was seeded for months. I mean, back in in, in March, April, they were talking about, oh, we need mail in ballots. We need mail in ballots for everybody. It's, I mean, it is. We'll see what happens. We shall see. Yeah. Yeah, but no matter what, I mean, even if somehow they manage to prove that it was a giant fraud, I mean. You're still, like you said, you're going to have people, uh, mobs in the street, you know, saying Trump's a dictator. So either way, it doesn't look good. Yep. Um, I guess this is, uh, you know, this is prophecy anyways. Uh, they're supposed to get their one world government. So I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Demoralized a little nah, bit. I don't be demoralized, man. Yeah. You got it. You gotta be like me. I was demoralized back in 2009 when they did the same thing. When they, uh, <laughs> when people are talking about, oh, Fox News, all these boomers. Fox News betrayed us, man. Fox News. I thought they were on our side. Fox News, like they, they want the conservatives. Like you, you guys apparently don't remember what happened with Ron Paul back in like 2008, 2009. Fox News was like calling Ron Paul like a, a dangerous racist and stuff back yeah. in the day. Um, Ron Paul was a um, was a dangerous, terrible man. Sexist, yeah. a bigot, bigot Ron Paul. I mean, this is, and I'm not, I'm not like a huge Ron Paul fan, but back in the day when the uh, the Ron Paul revolution was uh, was possibly sweeping the nation, uh, we were a lot of us were were rather black pilled about the whole fake conservative stuff, uh, mm-hmm. fake conservative thing back then. Glenn yeah, Beck Fox News is the the perfect example of controlled opposition. You know, you got uh, a news company owned by Rupert Murdoch that uh, hopped out on the Trump bandwagon as soon as they realized that uh, that would behoove them, you know, to get into the, the Trump camp. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, they were never uh, Trump. Convince everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that they were that they were the Trump uh, channel, you know, up until the point that the election happens. And then that's when, the you know, the mask comes off. And uh, to be demoralized is like, I mean, dude, we've been warning about this for a long time. The point of this is to demoralize people. They want people to be right. demoralized. Right. They right, want, and I understand demoralization. that. So we got yeah, but at least when with Trump in, it was like there was at least like a uh, uh, a hope that somebody was fighting, right? And that is a false hope, anyways, and and kind of an idol in and of itself. So a good thing all around, I guess, to shatter that. But yeah, yeah, I don't, you know, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the whole oh Trump's fighting for us thing. There's certain things that he did. Obviously, it yeah. pissed off a lot of people. The Paris Climate Accord stuff. It's like, I mean, a lot of these things that he did. Gotta, I got to give him props. I don't. I'm not. I don't have Trump derangement syndrome. I don't hate the guy. There've been times when I was really, really pissed, and I was like, man, screw this dork. Uh, but I, I think uh, he's done some good things. He's done some things that are admirable as far as um, you know what the media has done in the last four years. Well, since the Obama administration, the media was doing the same thing. They started this whole thing of like, oh, if you question Obama, you're racist. If you question – like all the birth certificate stuff started coming out and the stuff about his history and his father and his mother and who these people really were. Um, if you if you even look at that, then you're just terrible. If you don't like Obama's – if you don't want government health care, if you don't want the government to have all your health records and uh, and ration you health care, then you must be racist. Like they, they started this a long time ago. But the media has been – I love it. Like people say stuff like – Trump is divisive. Trump is so divisive. It's like, whoa, 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 what world do you live in? Have you not seen what media has been doing to us the last what, four years now? They've been telling right. everybody that half the country is terrible, racist, bigoted, homophobes. They're all terrible people. Um, 
But Trump yeah, is you know what, us. Trump's you know what his divisive is uh, uh, lying, you know, creating false narratives and uh, manipulating the public, you know, with your apparatus of mass media. You know, that's that's fairly divisive in and of itself. Yeah. Well, somebody mentioned here also uh, something that Trump did was uh, pissed off the pharmaceutical companies with the that's whole uh, the whole thing that was going on with Canada and all these um, the middlemen making astronomical process, uh, profits on pharmaceutical drug sales so he's done a lot of things like pulling out of pulling troops out and trying to pull troops home now he wasn't a perfect anti-war president by any means but as far right. as like really uh getting us out of some of these foreign entanglements in the u.s and stopping using our tax money to bomb all these countries he did an okay job there and was seeming to be uh seeming to be moving in that direction more but uh yep the, the war hawks are back you got biden in who he ran on a platform that was openly pro-war Right, he wants to be harder on Iran, hard on Russia, and uh, it's, it's like these these people are in for a surprise. Um, we'll see how how long the media can keep this charade up. If he even, I, I don't know. If he, I don't think he's going to become. It's it's pretty likely that he will not be sworn in as president. Who knows what's going to happen? Don't get demoralized either way to the viewers. Don't get freaking demoralized. Yeah. Don't let these people demoralize you. Don't put your faith in man. Don't put your faith in these stupid false systems. This is all temporary. This is all nonsense. Um, we got to be seeking the truth and seeking God. So um, that's yeah. very true. That's very true. I know when uh, when that, this was all going down, it's like, man, I wish I had Tristan's uh, his demeanor through all this, you know, because you're a little less uh, uh, attached to the, uh, the personality charade as I am. Look, man, I, I would have liked to see. I would like to see a true populist president. I'd like to see a real nationalist president. I'd like to see. Uh, really getting out of these wars. I'd like to see us really getting out of all these entanglements with the World Economic Forum's um, plans with the uh, Bill Gates types. I'd love to see, well, the swamp drained. Like, I'd love to see all that. Um, but you know, I think we got we to gotta live in reality. We got to, uh, yep. I think what's most important is building real communities, building real connections with our neighbors and protecting our local communities and, uh, and building our homes, building our families, that's that's what I think uh, we should be focusing on. Not exactly. Y yes, elections can be important, and uh, I'm not saying you know you shouldn't vote or anything. If you want to vote, it's all good. But uh, yeah, we got we got to we got to build our our communities, build our homes, our families, and and get our own homes in line before we go and try to rearrange everything else out there. Yeah. You can't yeah, control what true. happens in your home. You can't control what happens in your body. You can't control what happens in your family, in your communities, and um, that's what I think we should focus on: real communities. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. What was true, you know, 500 years ago, 200 years ago is true today. And uh, what you just said is uh, is true as ever, for sure. And elections do matter, you know. Uh, I think this election definitely does matter. Um, and I, like you said, I guess we'll see what Your voice goes, matters. Your voice matters. It always matters. It still matters. Your voice matters so much as long – I mean okay. if, it's, if it's the approved – if it's saying the approved slogans, it matters. Let's listen to this That's guy. Right. His, his voice matters more than mine. Stephen Colbert. Yeah. In this just a little while after Donald Trump walked into the White House briefing room, actually, and tried to poison American democracy. That's, uh, that's why I'm not sitting there. Tried to poison American democracy. So this is after Trump said, no, 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 no. I'm not conceding. We're going to fight this in the courts. <laughs> this might go to the Supreme Court. It's very likely it's going to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, it might not even have to go there. It seems like there's going to be recounts in several states. The Pennsylvania thing seems pretty cut and dry. But um, this is after that. He poisoned your democracy by demanding – what did he poison it by, do, by doing? Again, I didn't vote for Trump. 
But how is he poisoning your democracy by saying he wants only legal votes to be counted? How the hell is that? <laughs> how the hell is that poisoning it? Down yet? Just don't feel like it yet. It's also why I'm dressed for a funeral because Donald Trump tried really hard to kill something tonight. The 56-year-old went on to say the president. 56-year-old boomer went on to say the uh, the, the <laughs> what a joke. What are you talking about? Poisoning your democracy? <laughs> what do you mean? Dude, I have nothing but contempt for, for, for Stephen Colbert. Minutes. <laughs> Just nonsensical stuff about illegal vote dumps and uh, corrupt election officials and secret democratic counting cabals. Counting I'm... cabals. <laughs> Just crazy stuff. Like, like elections can be manipulated. Crazy. Insane. Impossible. Crazy stuff. And this is all it's like Twitter's censoring the president. <laughs> mm-hmm. When Colbert noted that Trump's response to a potential defeat was all too predictable, he got emotional. We all knew he would do this. Clutch those what pearls. Oh, do, do, the, do yeah. the pro clutch. Let's do pro clutch. Ooh. All the faux sincerity. I love the, the fake breaths. <sighs> <sighs> emotional. Yeah, you know we, we all knew he shit. would do this. I'm sorry. If, if half the country can't see through this, would hurt so you know, much. we really do deserve the Biden Kamala presidency. I didn't expect like, this, this to break my heart. <laughs> well, I didn't expect How this to break my heart. <laughs> How dare humanity, oh, no. as a species, the most destructive, I'm sorry. the horriblest, the cruelest species that has Bad ever people. brought on planet Earth. How dare you? We got a James 1054 donates 499 through Super Chat says, how dare you steal my democracy? I didn't steal it. Trump did. He did it. It wasn't me. It was Trump. It was Orange Man. Jeremy. Hello. Hello? Jeremy. What's happening? What's happening, man? Let's see. Tell me, tell me when you can Maybe hear I'll me. I'll leave for a second, try and figure this out, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Just uh, mute your. Go ahead and mute your. Um... If you guys come in, just mute your browser. I'm gonna make sure to mute the browser. He'll be back. All right, Stephen Colbert. Let's see what he's got to say. What I didn't know. I love this huff, and the zoom. We all knew he would do this. What I didn't know is that it would hurt so much. (laughs) I didn't expect this to break my heart. For him to cast a dark shadow on our most sacred right from the briefing room in the White House, our house, not his. That is devastating. Now the Emmy winner is calling on Republicans to take action. Republicans have to speak up. All of them. Neocons to the rescue. Come yeah. come back, Dick Cheney. Come calling back. Calling on the establishment. All establishment all throughout the government, we're calling on you. We need you. We need the neocons. We need you. Come to us. Mitt Romney, come help us. Dick Cheney, come help us. Come back, John McCain, please. Because for evil to succeed, 
All that is necessary is for good men to do nothing. So say something. S- say a few more just like empty slogans and tropes. Go ahead. What, what, yeah, what coming, in, coming in hot with the cliches. Yes, we can. Believe. <laughs> Hashtag believe. <laughs> right now, Republicans. Not later. And just in case you still weren't clear how Colbert was feeling, he ended his monologue like this. This is one I really wish I could swear. But I'll say this. We're not going to show you a second of what that sad, frightened fraud said tonight. We're gonna. We're not gonna tell you. You don't even have to listen. Don't listen to what he says. Don't go look at the mountains of evidence of voter fraud, of manipulation of this election. Don't. We're not even gonna show it. We don't want to hear it. We're just gonna censor him, and that's good for the. That's good for us. That's good. Yeah, there's no evidence because we say there's no evidence. That's it. Because it's poison, and I like you. He can suck silence. Colbert wasn't the only celeb to react to Trump's controversial speech. Alyssa Milano tweeted directly at the president, asking, quote, Hey, Donald Trump, question for you. If the Democrats fixed the election, why didn't they win the Senate and keep the seats on the House that they lost? Chelsea Handler wrote, This is what I imagine a live birth must be like. Bette Midler said the, quote, reality star is freaking out in real time, and it's thrilling to watch. While Pat Oswalt put it a little more bluntly, quote, this desperate idiot. Dang. So, but Trump is undermining your democracy. Trump yeah. is undermining your democracy. He wants, he wants to have legal proceedings to make sure that the vote was, look, if it's a legitimate vote, right? Like if I, if I was a Biden voter, I would want it to be a legitimate, clean win, right? Yeah. Not just a declared win where half the country thinks it's BS, I would want a legitimate, clean victory. I, just, I don't get this whole thing of like, no, we, even saying we should, uh, we should have a recount or even saying we should check if there's illegal ballots, that's, we can't do that? That's nuts. No, we can't. What we do is we get E.T. to show us what some washed up celebrities have to say about the topic, and, uh, and then we take their word as gospel. Yes. Yeah, we need the media. That's the American way. I like how the New York Times put that post out the day of the election that it's the it's the responsibility of the media to declare the president, yeah. and then they deleted it yeah. because they had so much backlash. Yeah, it was it was very obvious that, to a lot of people once that came out. Oh, hey, we got someone up. Jer, Jer Bear, are you here? Jair. Yeah, I'm gonna hop off, Tristan. I gotta uh, finish making dinner, buddy. Jerry, dude, thanks for coming on, bro. I always Thank appreciate you your input, me, man. Don't get demoralized, man. It's all good. Alrighty. Maybe, well, hey, you, your, your buddy Orange Man, he might, the Supreme Court might say Orange Man's still president. And then you, you get to watch, uh, you get to see the, the chaos when that unfolds. That does seem to be that's the very, plan. That's very true, man. That's very true. I will talk to you soon. Thanks for having me on. Later, Jerry. Take Have it easy, night. man. There goes Jerry. Peace. We got Jerry Bear. Jerry Bear, where you at? We got Jerry Bear. We got Sir David Attenborough. I would love Sir David Attenborough. Hello, Sir David Attenborough. Can you hear me? Jerry Bear, can you hear me? You guys are both. You guys are both live. You guys want to call in? Feel free to call in. There's a link down in the description. There's a link in the description. You can call in on Zoom. We're doing open lines tonight. Waiting. Hello, Hello? Sir David. 
Graphitlaces and planet Earth as bleak and cold and hostile to life as these Arctic snowflakes. But for one animal, the polar bear, restless heaven. How are you doing? My prominent health. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but it's it's very hard to hear you. Sir David, hello? Hello? Sir David Attenborough, hi. How you doing? Can you hear me? Primal Edge House. <laughs> yes, I can. How you doing? I was just working on a project about Antarctica. Antarctica, okay. okay. There are few places on planet Earth as bleak and cold and hostile to life as these Arctic snowfields. Yeah. But for one animal, the polar bear, this is heaven. Global warming is threatening their lives. <laughs> okay. All right. Even here, there is life. I, you know what? I would say that there's... We got, a, we got a soy boy comment there. We got a, um, a super chat to read. But I would say there's one place that's probably more cold, more desolate, and more lifeless than Antarctica... And that is uh, it, between Kamala Harris's legs um, <laughs> and in her heart. Kamala Harris's heart, colder than Antarctica. Uh, th- thanks, Sir David Attenborough. I, f- I appreciate that. But they will save the planet for sure. Totally, totally. I mean, we're, yeah. we're working on it, man. Have a good night. You too. Thank you, David Attenborough. Sir, Sir David Attenborough, everybody. My he's, he's out of here. Jerry Bear, can you hear me? Yes, I can. I got that fixed. There we hey, go. How are you? Welcome, man. Yeah, good. Good to see you. Good to finally yes, meet you. It's been uh, interesting watching the show and stuff. I just got into uh, you probably a few months ago, and uh, it's been quite enlightening. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to say thanks first and foremost is the sentiment. Thanks, thanks for everything you're doing, buddy. I know it's uh, not easy, and you know, not as rewarding as it should be, but. Uh, Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I know you're you're one of the. Uh, I know you throw some throw some love via the super chats and the streamlabs every once in a while, and uh, we always appreciate your input, man. I like seeing. Yeah, I try to. Show. I try to support you know good content. So nice, man. Nice. Yeah. Well, you're in the U.S. I'm, I'm guessing. I see the American flag. I'm in Canada. You. So with that American flag behind you, man, you're about to get. Where's the American flag behind me? That oh, place. that's that's my Trump flag, buddy. Uh oh. <laughs> Wait, you have a do you have a dead Trump mask right there? Is that like a Trump? Yes, I do. Uh, I wore that for Halloween. <laughs> uh oh, man. Uh, hey, yeah. AOC, if you're watching right now, Jair Bear, put him on the genocide list asap. We've got we've yeah, got. Yeah, I mean, big... I'm in Canada, so I'm probably on a bunch of lists. You're not. Yeah, you're 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 on all the lists, man. I'm, I'm going to put you yeah. on my list right now, just in case you're on my list. Yeah. Dang. Come... <laughs> Kamala, you hear Kamala? She's, they're talking about having an online bullying task force to stop hate speech and bullying online. Yeah, I mean, things are going to get real crazy is what I forecast. And uh, yeah. one of the things I mentioned in the chat I'd like to reiterate is just, uh, you know, us here, we kind of have a good grasp. We're kind of grounded in what's going on politically. So it's going to be important going forward that we stay anchored for, you know, our friends and loved ones who 
you know, get swept away in the current of mass media and all that nonsense. Yes. Right? So, Keep your freaking families out of the streets. Don't let friends and families go fight in the streets when they try to get you to do it. The media is going to be signaling to you soon. And a lot of these alt media figures are going to be out there telling you, oh, you're going to get on the streets. Oh, fight. Oh. They're going to pull that. They're going to pull that off. And, uh, and don't let your friends and family get on the street and do stupid shit. Don't go hurt yourselves and hurt other people. You know, protect your communities, protect your families, but don't do stupid shit, folks. And don't yeah, fall exactly. for it. This is, this is perfect time to start having um, events that are exaggerated or uh, misinterpreted intentionally by media in order to manipulate us into uh, reacting to these events. This is the perfect time for that. So don't be listening to these fools telling you uh, to you know, go – uh, a lot of these people are going to be start start calling for illegal activity. They're going to be start calling for uh, violence and stuff. The media is already preparing it. They're rolling out the red carpet for uh, chaos in the streets. Stay out of it. Stay out of it, and uh, and protect your friends and families. You know that doesn't mean that doesn't mean don't stand up for your communities and whatnot. But uh, you know the, these um, you know dueling. They're going to try to go for like dueling demonstrations is what they're going to try to have. I think. Probably before January, you will see that, like dueling rallies and shit like that. That's where stuff's going to go down and get weird. Oh, yeah, it's it's starting. And uh, I mean, that's I mean, I see a lot of us being kind of blackpilled, you could say, or, um, you know, getting emotionally attached to one side or the other. So I just want to reiterate to everyone in the, who's watching in the show that, you know, we are the, the voice of reason right now. So you have to. Stay strong and stay, uh, you know, be, be that voice of reason. Yep, yep, yep. Don't, yeah. Uh, no. Anyway, that's pretty much all I had for you, buddy. So I don't know if you got another guest you want to bring on or... I got, um, I got two people in the waiting room right now. I always got people I can bring on, man. I got I actually got two fa- two favorites of the show in the waiting room. got Derek Nass. Paul the Carnivore, yeah. I think I know who Paul the Carnivore is, but hey, Jerry Bear, I think those, those are really wise words, man, and um, it's really important to, uh, we got to stand up for our communities, we got to stand up for our faith, we got to stand up for the truth, but uh, don't get swept up into emotional turmoil, and, um, and, and don't be doing stupid shit that's going to affect you, land you in prison, or affect your friends and family negatively long term, um, that's, that's going to be the goal, the goal, they want people fighting over it, they want people physically fighting. And it's, um, I hope it doesn't get to that, but it does seem like that's the goal. I mean, yep. Dude. So, uh, that was it for me, but I'll say good night. God bless. And right. I'll keep watching. All right, my man. God bless. And, uh, take care of Canada. Fix, fix yeah. Canada real quick for us. Yeah. <laughs> Adios. Jer Bear. See you later, man. All right. We got Mr. Derek Nance. Derek, go ahead and throw your audio on and uh, make sure to uh, mute your browser in the background so we don't get any echoes and whatnot. You guys who are watching, thank you for the support. Thumbs up, shares, all that stuff. It helps. YouTube doesn't share it. Make sure you're subscribed to YouTube will multiple times unsubscribe you from the channel. There's that glorious beard. You're looking up. Cutting out. We're waiting on Derek to connect. We got Derek Nance here jumping in. I got this other video. Ariana Grande, or Grand. How do you even say it? Is it Ariana Grande? And Lizzo. Who the hell is Lizzo? Criteria for Joe Biden. Let's see, let's see how the celebrities are reacting. 
Hey, Can you hear me? There's Derek. What's up, Derek? I hear you, Derek. Can you hear me? Uh-oh. Yeah, there's a glitch in the Matrix. There we go. What's going on? You're good. What's up, man? Uh, I'm good. Derek Nance. Oh, hey. 20 year, twenty year raw been, carnivore, rotten, rotten meat enthusiast, uh, raw carnivore Derek Nance. What's up, dude? Shoot, Derek's internet connection's a little bit. Derek, your voice matters, but Zoom doesn't think your voice matters. But I'm gonna tell you right now, Derek Nance, your voice. Your voice matters. It matters, Derek. And we will hear your voice as soon as, as soon as Zoom allows your voice to be heard. Maybe you got to reconnect. I'm going to pull in Paul the Carnivore. We'll see if Derek can reconnect. Um, shoot. Derek. Something's wrong. We gotta get your video and your video and audio. I, I almost hear you. I almost hear you. Brenton says your beard is overloading the bandwidth. Yeah, Derek, you're gonna have to shave. That the toxic masculinity from the beard might be tricking the algorithm. Um, go ahead and shave that face. Put a muzzle on it, and there you go. Aaron, how you doing, man? Are we with you? You're here. I think my my phone was going dead. I had to plug it in. Yeah, right on, man. Good to see you. How you doing over there? And uh, you're in Kentucky, right? Yeah. Do you know your voice? Yeah, well, or... your voice matters. Do you feel it? Do you feel like your voice matters? Oh, I never. I could never tell. <laughs> it matters to me. Well, that's why I call here. You're the only show in town. <laughs> you're the go. only one on the internet I'll talk to in person. There we go. There we go. What's up, Derek? I uh. I love when you call in, man. How's how's everything going up there with uh, with you and the family? Uh, we're doing good. Uh, my kids are growing. Just trying to keep them uh, isolated from all the madness. Yeah, it's it's an impossible task. Yeah. But I'm doing the best I can by not putting them into the government indoctrination centers and not making them do the distance learning, the computer screen time yeah. learning that. Almost everyone else is done. <laughs> I can't stand this distance learning shit, man. This is the Bill Gates model. Bill Gates, these people, they want to control. Big tech wants to control every piece of stimulus that we're exposed to. They want online education for everyone. They're doing it in the third world, too. They've destroyed the education system in these countries that the IMF gave relief to for COVID. The IMF gave relief to all these countries and then forced them to shut down everything, including their education system, so that online learning, Amazon, Uber, so all this stuff can take over. It is, is this whole thing is, it's a, it's a global corporate uh, coup that we're seeing right now, everywhere. It, it wasn't, it wasn't that good to begin with. We had Common Core and then now this distance learning is just next level idiocy yeah. and it's deliberate. It's, it's deliberately disenfranchising people from reality. I think that <laughs> they want us onto this computer system where they can just program us like robotics. Yeah. And it's, it's a long time being planned, and I can see the plan coming out. It's just now that the plan's being enacted, what do you do about it? I mean, that's, I guess, what we're discussing right now. Yeah, what do you do? Yeah. Well, I think, I think the model that you've, been, uh, that you've been showing everybody of you know, becoming more self-reliant, getting real skills, right? I mean, 
Like you, uh, I mean, you know some trades, right? Like you, you, you've been doing trades for a long time. Like you have legit, real skills other than uh, pushing pushing buttons on a computer, don't you? Yeah. Well, I'm a jack of all trades, and a, I mean, I'm, I'm a renegade a electrician. I don't have a license, and I don't have insurance, and I don't have any other paper trail that they can follow me by. IRS. Don't worry, I got four kids and I barely make enough to get by. But Kamala, I can make Kamala, put them on the list. Put them on the list, Kamala. <laughs> Come and get me. <laughs> but uh, no, but what I do is I offer a good service for a good price to people in the community. Yeah. If I want a job, if I want to take on a job, I'll give a fair price. And if that person wants to hire me, then they'll hire me. And this is the way trade should be free and open. And uh. What they're trying to do now is shut down all the mom and pa's so that all you can go through is the big mega contractors. Yes. And I, I, I'm into athletics, and I have people who run gyms, yeah. and all their gyms are being run through the, the ringer. They have to pay an extra $250, $300 a month just for supplemental COVID insurance. Like these are comp- these are businesses now that are only allowed to have 25% capacity. Yeah. And now they're being taxed on top of it. They're, they're not going to call it a COVID tax, but I will tell you as soon as this rigged election thing gets over with and they get back to business as usual, the taxes are going up. Oh, yeah. The regulations are going up that's and the COVID freedoms is. are being restricted. That's what COVID is. It's all about taxes, regulations. It's about forcing people to buy all sorts of stupid shit and insurance companies are how these policies get rolled out globally, right? That's how you're going to have the mandates of treatments and uh, happy, healthy medicinal injections that are going to be mandatory. It'll be made mandatory through insurance companies. It'll be mandatory from the ground up and the corporate world is going to create that structure where you can't go into the bubble of being able to survive in the mega cities in this, you know, 5G grid, uh, this lockdown, permanent lockdown grid. You won't be able to survive unless you jump through all the right hoops, right? You got to get the social credit score and you're going to get that by you know, you, and you're going to have insurance companies monitoring everything. And Jacques Attali wrote about it in his book. I don't know where to go. There it is. The Brief History of the Future. If anybody wants to see where a lot of this is going, Jacques Attali wrote about A Brief History of the Future. And you've got Henry Kissinger says it's brilliant and provocative. It's brilliant and provocative. Henry Kissinger. Uh, so, you know, it's war criminal approved. And this guy, Jacques Attali, basically, uh, he's kind of like Macron's handler. Uh, he was, he's kind of the, uh, the Brzezinski of France, the Kissinger of France. And in this book, he talks about everybody being surveilled constantly by their, what he calls nomadic devices, which guess what those are, those cell phones and stuff. He talked about this before there were smartphones. He said people are going to become obsessed with surveillance. He said the new economy is going to be all about surveillance. How do you think he knew this? How do you think Klaus Schwab knew this? Because these people are planning this. Right. These people are openly writing about these things for decades and generations, telling us where they want to go, writing policy papers, running simulations on how they can nudge us all into this grid. And uh, he talks about insurance companies running everything and running people's lives here. He says that they, uh, the, the economic uh, situation globally is going to become so unstable from all these bad actors. Right? And they always you know, they blame all these other people. Oh, it's going to be bioterrorism. It's going to be this and that. But um, – it's going to be be so unstable that everybody's going to need insurance for employment because you're going to have rolling blackouts of employment. How did this guy know this when he published this book in like 2003? I think it was 2003 or four, and then it was uh, translated into English in 2009. How does Jacques Attali know this? 
He's not a crystal ball. He's not some like magic uh, uh, medium that's like dipping into the ether and pulling these out. These people plan this stuff. I knew this five years ago. I was in France. I was in Nice, France, when the terrorist attacks, they attacked that concert. And I saw the machine guns on the street, the lockdowns coming. And I talked to people in France about what was going on, and they were completely oblivious. They don't even know what Operation Gladio was after World War II, the Stay Behind Networks that yeah. crushed populism exactly. back in the 1960s. Exactly. They, no, don't, they, they don't understand blue. history. We don't understand history. We've had this false history given to us. We have false narratives given to us. It's just about emotion. It's about reacting emotionally to stimulus around you. Orange man, bad. Ah, we're all going to die. Orange man, virus is going to kill us. And um, yeah, I mean, it's like you, and they suppress these things. I mean, you can't even talk about some of these. Stuff. We got to be careful even on YouTube with dropping even certain words. Like, I don't know if YouTube will flag us for using the word gladio, right? Like these, the, it's become so tight. It's become so tight, and people uh, people accept it. It's sad, but I think you know the, the the answer is not the answer is not like oh, if we just get if we just. Uh, Get the right laws passed and everything will be okay. No, it's about building real skills, building real relationships with your communities, and uh, and actually doing, actually living life. Right? Like we can't, we can't. They want us locked down, staring in awe and fear and trepidation at these screens all day. Ah, what's gonna happen next? Ah, is, is Orange Man gonna be elected? Oh, is Biden gonna be elected? It's gonna. Be, we're all gonna die. They want us like that. They want us broken down and weak and afraid. And, um, hey, if you go outside, you get in the sunshine, you have a real conversation with real people, um, you realize that it's okay. Like, this, all, this, all this madness is being pushed on us. All this fear is being pushed on us. You go out there and in the real world. And- that, the restrictions come in. They, they won't allow us to have a normal conversation face-to-face out no. in the sunshine within six feet of each other. This is where the restrictions come in. This is where the, the con is so diabolically brilliant. Yeah. The fact that we can't go and interact with people. And this is a war of attrition. It's going to be drawn out yeah. year after year. In the next few years, after not communicating, after not having eye contact, face contact with people, they will lose the ability to connect with each other within a community. Yeah. And they will lose the ability to even understand the type of language that we are espousing today. Right. It will be the new speak. Everybody will self-censor. They won't be able to truly express their emotions at a human level because they'll constantly be checking themselves. Does this sound crazy? Do mm-hmm. I don't want to be judged. So I will not say anything and I'll yeah. just smile and nod with the mask over my face and then go to the corner grocery and scan my you know barcode and then get my groceries for the day and not go, not leave my house for the rest of the week. Yeah. I mean, this is, is that the type of model or we, this is the thing. So this is, we going for here? Yeah, man. This is why like bartering is really important. Um, you know, uh, uh, work exchanges and uh, working with neighbors. Are you, are you still there, Derek? Come back. Froze up again. Okay, I hear you now. But your your video's frozen. Let's see if I can. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, it's it's, it's glitching. All right. But yeah, this is this is why I think. Uh, I think it's important we build real communities, build real skills, and um, and, and barter community is really important. Um, you know, the uh, a cash economy, they want to get rid of all this stuff, so we might have to be moving towards more barter, stuff like that. I do think there are certain in- investments that can be good long-term. Uh, shoot, I mean, I, who, you never know when things can be just taken from you, right? But, uh, you know, I think uh, acquiring land, right? Having 
land that you can uh, you can cultivate good foods. You can have animal foods produced on your own land. That's important. Um, you know, personal protective equipment. If you know what I'm saying, um, high caliber personal protective equipment. Uh, very important to have and um, and just plants within your local community for if things get weird, right? Let your neighbors know you will. Yeah. You're 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 gonna help protect them. Let your neighbors know that, um, that you're there for them. Further, and uh, I don't know if you can can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. You're back. Hey, I'm going a step further. I, I am open about what I believe, and I walk up to officers on the street. I say, "Do you really believe what's going on?" And I look them in the eye. And I'll go into stores with the mask sign and have managers confront me. Mm. And I say, you know where this is leading to? Once you accept the presupposition that we are all bio waste, where does it end? Yeah. And then they'll tell me to go or they'll call cops and I just laugh at them. I said, just remember me when you're lining up for your shot. And then I turn and walk away. <laughs> so like if enough of these people hear that message, hopefully it will resonate. Yeah. Or they'll know who to round up when the roundups come. <laughs> Either way, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, I'm not going out with the fight. Yeah, man. No, I think I think a lot of people are going to want to move to rural areas too. I think it's a good idea to just start getting out of the big cities, getting away from the big cities, maybe even out of the suburbs. You never know. Uh, but yeah, the, yeah it, I, it, I agree. I agree with having bug out plans. I like the idea of having a house in town where I can conduct my business, mm. and then maybe a little cabin getaway somewhere where I can stash a few animals, stash a few things. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Having plans, having contingency plans, having plans with your neighbors, I think is weird. Just like you have a, you know, you, if you live in California, you better have a plan. Open. There's a lot of cool places out where I live. Uh-huh. No, it's just like your, your earthquake plans yeah. and stuff, you know. When you live in a place like California, when you get real bad earthquakes, you, you sometimes you drill these things with your family. It's like, hey, if there's an earthquake, we, we, we go to this area of the house where it's more protected. You know, you stay, you go under the uh, the, the door awnings where you're going to be more protected. You you have plans. And same thing for if there's, you know, civil unrest in your area, if there are other natural disasters. Um, it's important to have plans and uh, involve as many people in these contingency plans as possible. And maybe even um, you know, practicing them, like just you know, remember when you're uh, when you're going to schools and stuff. Remember they had us get under the desks at the stupid earthquake drills, which is like the dumbest thing. Get, get under your desk and hide. Um, and they do this with children now for uh, a little. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a little older than you. We had the duck and cover because when a nuclear bomb goes off, all you got to do is get under your desk. Yeah, hide. And you'll be fine. Yeah, you just you just cower under your desk and pee yourself, and you'll be okay. So like, yeah, now now you got a mask, a piece of paper you put over your face. So whatever type of biological hazard comes your way, as long as you have that paper over your face and you stay six feet away from people, you're safe. I mean, I've heard them say it. Yeah, some of them actually believe it. Yep, no, it's, it's ridiculous. Keep the face nappies on. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of optimistic. I, I believe that these types of things have always happened. And yep. here's where I want to get into something that might be censored on the internet. I don't know. But well, be careful because I'm not. Don't don't get me kicked off YouTube. Don't be, don't be getting me censored. Uh, okay, we'll talk in person. I need to send you some articles about what really happened during the flu pandemic of uh, uh, 1918. Well, there, there have been some. We were told. Yeah, yeah. There's there, a lot of theories out there. <laughs> there, there have been a lot of things. A lot of people have been talking about the uh, the studies that have even uh, shown uh, concerning masks and viral pneumonia and uh, bacterial pneumonia and how these things are uh, 
are exacerbated by wearing the face nappies that are just collecting <laughs> bacteria and crap that we're supposed to uh, to exhale. Right, so it's it, oh, yeah, that's all mainstream stuff too. It's it's nothing that yeah. should be per se. Like yeah. you just go and research it. There's people out there with degrees that have been certified as ordained that you know, say, hey, when you put a, a mask over your face, it creates a petri dish where bacterial and viral elements can be breathed back into the lungs, and you can't properly respirate. You can't properly oxygenate, and yeah. it's just common sense. But then, and again, like. Common sense isn't that common. No. So we are in a, hate speech. We're in a situation here. <laughs> it's, it's hate sense. But I'm optimistic. What I was trying to get at is uh, there's a certain level of farcical nature to the election where yeah. I knew it was a farce. Yep. And it's a farce on its face. Like the they, three told ring circus, they told the us. They told us. Everything is, is so illegitimate now. And out in the open, that no matter what happens, no matter what the court say, People are going to question, like, what really went down. So this yeah. will be an opportunity when the illegal executive orders come in to say the, the government's illegitimate. Why do we have to follow executive orders from a government that's illegitimate? And then we're <laughs> and really looking at a, at a, at a crumbling of the this, this system, right? It's like this is when, when a system is crumbling, when a civilization is in decline, it gets very despotic, right? Again, mm. After those periods of chaos and disorder – despots always arrive and this is why they with these revolutionary movements in the french revolution in the bolshevik revolution these revolutionaries the the half smart ones guys like trotsky uh, lenin stalin they understood that that chaos and the destruction of everything in that period of uh turmoil and upheaval is really important and uh they realize that it doesn't matter. You have all these useful idiots running around thinking that they're going to get power, um, jealously tearing down everything around them uh, based on their envy and their their greed and their hatred. They mobilize those forces and they use those forces. They unleash the passions of all these people who will just chase their tails through the streets and cause the chaos and destroy the system because they understand that after that, uh, despots rise, right? Despotism it's rises. Kali, it's the Kali Yuga. And I like your analysis. I saw what you did, said about uh, the Russian Revolution where Lenin came in with $5 million in gold. A communist with $5 million of gold renting mobs in the well, streets. Yeah, yeah, Trotsky took a boat from New York to uh, – uh, went across the ocean with a boat full of gold. Where did he get that, right? Well, you get the, you know, the shifts and all these all these big banking families funding, bankrolling the Soviet Union, right? GM – GE set up the electrical grid in the Soviet Union, yeah. right? The, uh, the thing – these engineers, I don't think of them as omniscient or overpowering because what they did was they took out the czars. They caused the chaos – and what happens? Russia's always been prone to having a strong man because they're such a large empire. And that's all, all these places are is empires. They're local fiefdoms that pull their resources in behind one emperor or one strong man. And when the, the oligarchy gets too out of control, the population has no recourse but to, to pray for a strong man to save them. Even if that strong man's pure evil and will kill half of them, at least there's some type of order behind it. Yeah, that's why and Stalin, you know, they, and they create the personality cults after everybody, they break down the whole order and they want to, you know, program nihilism and godlessness into the populace. And then they want a fake despot to rise up, right? A despot that's uh, a totalitarian government based around nihilism, right? Whereas like, I mean, when... They, 
the uh, we naturally move towards monarchy. Like we, the the natural the, the order of the cosmos, the way we see it, it is hierarchical and it is monarchy. It, it's a monarchy. We have the the, the kingdom. You have what was that? The quote from Kronstadt, where uh, hell has a democracy, heaven is a kingdom, right? Where it's like God is the monarch, right? It's not we any power that we have, it's only given to us by God, and if it's not, then it's usurped and it's and it's wicked. And this whole world is just full of all sorts of people just chasing chasing their uh, their own wicked inclinations to try and become God. They want to be God. They want to dethrone God and then become God. So I think, um, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I want more. I've been yeah, into more spiritual things uh, lately, and uh, I've always had hesitancy, you know, about the Bible and Christianity, mm. and uh, like the saying, "Render unto Caesar, you know, that which is Caesar, and those unto God, what is God's." Yeah. And I see what's happening now is Caesar's trying to take on the throne. These people who are just human beings that are flawed, like anybody, think that they can tinker with the inner workings of the genetic code, the sacred codes of life that right. have been programmed through... Oh, they know better. Brain. They'll do it better. We'll figure it out. We'll get, we'll get rid of all predation. We'll get rid of death. It's all good. That's the serpent's <laughs> promise, right? You're never going to die. You're going to be gods. Don't worry. Eat the, you take, take, take the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, you're, and you'll know evil. <laughs> That's, they, they sell us on, on destruction and tell us, oh, you're going to become gods and you'll live forever if you just... You know, put the pee pee in the poo poo, and, uh, and but you have to you have to take the apple or whatever the the genetic modification. Yeah. We because you're not pure enough. God didn't create you good enough. We're not born onto this earth able to survive and able to adapt and able to thrive without strict from birth to grave intervention. Yeah, that of course comes at a cost, and there's going to be you know price tag on everything. But this intervention is so necessary. That we're not even allowed to be conscientious objectors to just say, well, maybe I have faith in a higher power and I don't think that a government should have the right to dictate to us what goes into our bodies from the time we're born to the time we die. And this is basic fundamental rights for the last couple hundred years in the Western world. And we see it eroding right before our very eyes. Mm. And it's being eroded by people who have no idea what is going on and what the hell is in some of this stuff they're trying to put into our bodies. You, yep. you talk to the people on the streets and okay, they're going to take it. They're going to take whatever they they're given, but you ask them what's in it. What is it? Do you really know? And even the experts, even the people at the higher upper left escalons of the bureaucracy that are trying to put these mandates forth, they don't have a clue. No, they have no. Idea. no they're they're reacting to what's around them. They're being gamed just as well, right? You have these think tanks that have uh, that have simulated a lot of these things, and um, you know, these uh, what was that thing? The this uh, was this is floating around back in like the mid two thousands. It was talk about your you like the the digital simulation, the real, what they call it, the real world simulation that uh, all these supercomputers run. Where it's like all this data is being fed into these massive supercomputers. These people are running these uh, these simulations where they're simulating certain events and people's reactions to it, and and plotting out and planning the nudging of us going to, to nudge us into these um, these states where we'll be vulnerable and we'll accept these new conditions which are dehumanized and programming and then you're using the new yeah, technology to to try to analyze us from a digital perspective but we're not digital creatures we're biological and i don't think that their models accurately depict 
life yeah. in its entirety, and it sure. can never. And that's where there's other things out there, higher powers, higher energies that just don't get factored into these uh, projection tables that they have. And that's why their projections are always wrong, you know, whether it's climate change or, right. or population growth. And I'm thinking yeah. that there's some type of dynamic force within life that just can't be calculated. It's nothing that can be metered yeah. and measured. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's, that they want they to tell, every, tell everybody, you're just like digital creatures. You're just basically an automaton. And, uh, before that, it was like you're just a biological creature. Right, but we're we're not just simply biological creatures either. It's like there's there's more to it than just oh you're just you know uh, a bunch of hormones and, uh, and and electrical impulses that are coalescing into this temporary being that doesn't really exist. That's just a construct of their imagination. I think they they want us to think that we're just nothing. That we're just physical, only physical. Um, but they don't even and know that themselves. We're not part of the divine creation. We're not yeah, yeah a part of a higher power. That they don't have control over, <laughs> and there's that having to let go of the idea that you can control it. And there's people that don't want to let go, and they want to control. And I think that will be the undoing of, of our race, our species, if uh, those people prevail and are allowed to have absolute control over the human genome and where our evolution heads. Then, yeah, what kind of world will that be? It might be something. But do we really want to go that route? And maybe there's alternatives. Maybe there's something much, much greater, much more better than they could ever imagine if they just let go and quit trying to go down this road. It's just this idea that like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fix this fallen world. I think it's I think it's ridiculous. Like we're we're gonna fix it all, and that's part of it. It's this utopian thought that. Uh, I'm not saying we shouldn't try to make things better, that we shouldn't try to line ourselves up with the will of God and do good and speak the truth. But it's like this idea that, oh, we're going to create utopia on earth if we could just re if we could just rearrange all the resources and, uh, and redistribute the wealth, then we'll have this great utopia. Or if we can just stop suffering, we're going to have this great utopia. This, this is nonsensical. It's like we – I think we have to understand anthropology. We've got to understand history. And I think we – we're never going to be able to pull ourselves out of the muck of these stupid decisions that we make collectively and personally unless we recognize real anthropology, real history, and take into account that we're fallen, right? We're, we have this desire for truth, for the connection. Uh, can, you, can you fill the bath for me? Uh, we have this connection, uh, this desire for truth. We have this desire for God. We have this desire for what our real heritage is. We have this desire to, to be in the presence of God and to... Uh, we want to go back to the garden, but people don't realize that they want to recreate the garden through their own will. They want to recreate the garden through, oh, we just control all biology. We'll get rid of death. We just meld with machines. We can live forever. But I think uh, it's, it's kind of an inversion. It's this Gnostic inversion that so many of us have been programmed with through nihilism, through Darwinism, which is kind of a nihilistic, materialistic philosophy, through you know communism, capitalism. These are all nihilistic materialistic philosophical frameworks that tell us that we're just animals and we're just beasts and you tell a child that it's that the child is just an animal or a monkey see monkey do that child will behave accordingly if you tell a child that they're made in the image and likeness of god and that they have the ability to line up with the will of god and speak the truth and do good or they have the ability to be wicked and, and unleash all sorts of evils in the world and become a vehicle for that um it gives them responsibility so i think 
we've we've been raised by a toxic culture. We've been raised by a nihilistic culture, and that's that's to me the uh, the root of it. It's that it's that nihilism. It's that that's that belief that we're just beasts and we're gonna we're just beasts, but we're all gonna become gods. So this is what Darwinism tells us. You're just pond scum that evolved to become a monkey, but now you're gonna be a god. And it's uh, it's it's yeah. delusional, I think. All they have to do is distill every bit of life out of us, and then once yeah. they take the last drop of life, the last part of free will, and then yeah, we we can be molded into the new clay, whatever that might be. But that yeah, that's a delusion, and that's a very strong delusion. And yeah, we've been under it, I think, throughout our lifetime. It's yeah. been multiple generations, so it's hard for us to even see our way out of it. And it took me a long time to to get over a lot of my nihilistic thinking, where yeah. you know it ultimately doesn't matter. Or, so I, I had a lot of soul searching growing up, and I'm not saying that I got it figured out, but I do believe now that there is a higher power and that there is a purpose to life, and that you shouldn't just willy nilly say, "Oh, we need to change every fundamental thing about life or about humans and how we interact and how we live." And, yeah. and I think there's something there that's sacred that's being trampled on. <laughs> it's just, and it kind of pains the soul and that other thing about pain we were born to experience it it's part of the human experience the idea that you can distill the pain out of life and you can only have happy times and you can only have positive dopamine hits on the brain stem and that's going to be just fine in perpetuity it's not going to work out it just enslaves you you become a slave to your you become a slave to the addictions that uh that you allow through that you become a slave to the passions and pain is a very transformative agent. It, it teaches you when you're not doing something right, usually. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's just like it's very important that we have you know, discussions about our worldviews. And it's like, what is suffering? Right? What, what is good? What is wrong? How do we tell what is good and what is wrong? Everybody does have a worldview. Like OK says in the chat, everyone has a worldview. But uh, you know, what, what is suffering? What is the nature of suffering? That's, that's really important. You talk to the vegan activists. They're like, we have to end suffering. Well, what do you mean? So, was it what about your mother giving birth to you? I mean, she suffered. Is that bad? Right? You, yeah. What about you? She know, should have section. She should have been uh, had an epidural and <laughs> and all that fun stuff and and you know, take all the pain out of it. And then when she wakes up three days later with the baby that she has to feed formula, then you know, there's no pain, right? There's yeah. no irritation. <laughs> yeah. But where does that lead to? That the pain is what strengthens us. It, it always has. Well, that's part of it. It's like, yeah, pain, pain can be good. It could be, you know, suffering can be good. Like when we, we all suffer. Suffering is, in, the, in this fallen world, suffering is a universal thing. But what does your suffering mean and why are you suffering? Are you suffering just because you're, you know, you're a slave to your passions? Or are you suffering consciously? Are you suffering the, uh, the slings and arrows of persecution for speaking the truth? Are you suffering uh, righteously? Are you suffering for a good reason to bring yourself closer to God. You know, this, to me, that's, that's, it, it's really important that we, uh, that we have this a... is where the spiritual meets the biological and mm-hmm. where we try to make distinctions for analytical purposes. Science is always trying to say there's a science of biology and there's a science of physics and there's a science of electricity and there's all these separate sciences, but really the science of life isn't integrated. It's a, it's a unity. It's one with everything so when people are biologically unbalanced, they're not going to feel very spiritually balanced either. I mean, you'd think. So maybe a lot of the collective madness that we're witnessing right now is really just the accumulative effect of years and years of ecological imbalance. 
And not talking about carbon dioxide in the air. I'm talking about the physical body, the chemicals, heavy metals, the pollution that are in people's bodies that are yeah. affecting the way that their neurons fire. And why, and why has that come about? That's come about from our own folly, from our own greed, from our own <laughs> stupidity, right? It's like, yeah, it's, it's um, we, we're Instead poisoning, we're that. poisoning this through our fallen nature, thinking that we're creating a utopia. We're just, you know, we're poisoning our wells. In the name of creating but, utopia. But in that, we're, we're looking in the ass end of the microscope. Mm. We're looking for little teeny microbes that are floating around, little bits of DNA, thinking that if we could just isolate ourselves from all these little demonic particles that are flying around, that you know the ecology be damned. Yeah. And, oh, there's trillions of dollars that are being wasted. If you just took a fraction of this and put it into ecological studies, purification of the water and the environment and the food, I mean, think of the world we could make. Think of all the wonders that we could accomplish. We've had, we've had better, we've had so many better situations. I mean, we're talking about Russia and the revolution. It's like before the revolution, the Russian people were better off than almost anybody in Europe. They had the highest standard of life, the highest standard of living of almost anybody else. Um, the, uh, the suicide rates were basically nil in a lot of these cultures, right? But it's like we, through our own fallen nature, we, uh, we're vulnerable to manipulation we're vulnerable to these revolutionary fervors and these kind of demonic movements of revolution i would suggest anybody in the audience right now there's a great uh youtube channel called orthodox reactionary and he has recordings of him reading the book that's like a lecture series by father seraphim rose called the orthodox survival guide and i suggest listening from the beginning to the end and also uh, father uh, father peter hears orthodox survival course Check that out. Um, Father Peter Hears, his YouTube channel is called, oh my goodness. Uh, okay, can you please remind me what Peter Hears YouTube, Father Peter Hears YouTube channel is called. Um, but I suggest listening to the Orthodox Survival Course, anybody out there, and listening to especially the section about the revolutionary movements, the French Revolution, and the, uh, and, and the October Revolution, and the Bolshevik Revolution. I think those are like 8, 9, and 10, the 8, 9, and 10 uh, chapters in the lecture series on Orthodox Reactionary. And Orthodox Ethos is the YouTube channel of Father Peter Hears. If you sign up for his Patreon, he's got a great, the Orthodox Survival Course, great series of lectures on all the COVID stuff, what we're seeing right now, tying in theology, uh, tradition, and um, that's a great place to start as far as like a kind of understanding uh, the worldview that I'm stumbling to uh, portray in my clumsy, dumbed-down words. That's a, that's a great place to start is um, the Orthodox Survival Course by Father Seraphim Rose and then also Father Peter Hears. You guys can find that stuff. There's links in the uh, chat right now. Thank you. Okay. My, my lovely uh, trusted mod in the chat. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not yet converted yet, but I will begin studying Orthodox Christianity. So I, I appreciate it's, it's such a rich that. It's such like a rich tradition and i think i don't know just there's so many things that i so many questions i had like growing up around i had neighbors that were protestants i just thought it was so silly it never made sense to me but then you know through the years obviously i've got a very different perspective now so i i'm always trying to ortho pill people and i think that's a, that's a good place to start right there but, uh, well i've seen families that, that grew up in the tradition and they seem to be well adjusted hmm. and they seem to be more natural and organic in the way that they relate to them each other within the family groups and i think that hmm. yet there has to be some type of revert back to that or else we're going to lose the family completely <laughs> there's that's not right, going to be a family left 
Well, I'm I'm glad that you're out there and you got your family over in over in Kentucky. And um, I don't know, I, I always love when you call in, man. I always I always appreciate when you uh, when you give us a call. Yeah, well, I'm glad I get my voice heard. You know, it's it's very rare, but it's I'll cherish this. We we're here to amplify bigot voices. We're here to amplify all all the bigots' voices here on the <laughs> Primal Edge Health. Yep, and bigot your mind and bigot your soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, nice man. But I, if if you want to get on to your other guest and just roll on with it, I can roll out and we can collaborate some other time. Like I said, I have a, a wealth of information that I probably won't want to spend, you know right now and then getting you banned because a lot of it I think is extremely <laughs> controversial. But, I think it's important uh, it's important we talk about other. these things that we can always point to other platforms where things can be discussed more openly too. And there are maybe there'll be some uh, other streaming platforms. We'll work That's the other thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if what goes on continues to go on, we are gonna have to have other platforms. So yeah, we'll we'll try to open it up. Nice. Yeah, Derek, thank, thanks for calling <clears throat> thanks for calling in, man. There's there's actually I don't have anybody waiting on the line, but uh I was I wanted to watch this clip of celebrities Ariana Grande and Lizzo cry tears of joy as Joe Biden is finally named the next president. So you can stay on and we can watch this uh, this clip if you want. We'll stay on. I did promise my girlfriend that we were going to do a news fast so where we don't consume the the madness, but this is the I'm best like- time for that. This is the best time to throw away your cell phone for a month. Right, like tune out from the internet for a whole month, you're gonna feel better. <laughs> Not only that, it's like it's almost like when Luke Skywalker, you know, takes off the scanner and just just use the force. Like all this news coming in, you think it's weaponry, you think you can use the information, but maybe maybe if you just can disconnect from it and reconnect to a more organic source <laughs> of yeah. of light and truth, then you can just use the force and to hell with all their facts and their fact checkers and. <laughs> that's a story for another day but we can still see what old Biden's up to let's let's I listen I ho- hopefully your girlfriend won't be too mad at you for breaking the breaking the media fast but this is a, this is more lighthearted. I think I think this gonna be more of a laugh than a than a cosmic cry we'll see though Ariana Grande and Lizzo cry tears of joy as Joe Biden is finally named the next president while Kim I love, I love the robo voice too you gotta get gotta do the robo voice Kardashian, Alyssa Milano and Lady Gaga lead other Hollywood stars celebrating on social media. Celebrities have reacted in jubilation after Democratic nominee Joe Biden was declared the next president of the United States. Please be sure to mimic your celebrity idols and act elated at the election of puppet Joe Biden. Please listen to the robots tell you how to think. Stars including Ariana Grande and Lizzo took to social media following the announcement Saturday morning, revealing that they were crying tears of joy over the news. Thank God Ariana wrote on Twitter, tagging the president-elect and soon-to-be Vice President Kamala Harris. Let's get to work, America. It's time to hold the people in charge accountable. It's time for them to listen. I want to see them them actually (laughs) crying. What the hell is this? You're going to tell us they cried? There's no clips? That's weak. Uh, well, we're getting, like I said, we're getting pushed into that emotionless world where you don't have to see people's faces making real human thoughts and emotions. You just hear a robotic replication of that, and that's good enough. <laughs> all right? of the celebrities are feeling so happy. They are all crying tears of joy because Joe Biden will be president. Yeah. I try to think on deeper levels. Like, I think people do have a comfort 
that there will be a puppet in, in charge of things. I think we are hearkening back to the Obama era. They think that, oh, Biden will just bring in all of Obama's people and we'll just have the same period of time from back from 2008 and we'll just have a rewind and it yeah. will just be all of Obama's yeah. people and so they'll... They'll they'll make things right. They'll make things right. They'll, that, they'll that, invade Libya again. We'll have we'll have we'll destroy we'll have the a Ukraine. Wars, but there are wars over there. There are wars yes. in Africa and other places where we don't have to see the death and the drone strikes. So you know we're good, right? Yeah. Every way. <laughs> we need we need a good responsible adult to be in charge of the war machine now, and this is good. <laughs> we Orange Man was was super bad, but now Joe Biden <laughs> is back. Of course. I mean, name, name a major war he started. Like, come on. We, we need that war machine going to get us knocked back in from this COVID economy. I guess, yeah. Well, the COVID economy is kind of is a war economy, isn't it? Everything's shut down and then uh, stimulus. You need more stimulus. Well, that's the Iron Mountain model. The fact that maybe mm. we could do away with wars if we just have an eternal biological war that never ends. Mm. And then... They're trying to. They're working. They're gaming different things, and you know the, the COVID thing really worked. It's, it's taken off, and there's tons of. Tr- <laughs> I wrote. I called in my senator, Mitch McConnell. I come from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Our senator's Mitch McConnell, <laughs> and I tried to call his office, and I said, "There's a lot of evidence about what's going on here, and I don't think the people are being properly informed." And I left a long, detailed message about questioning the lockdowns and all that, and I got a letter from his office thanking me. For my concern in ensuring me that he'll he'll be working hard to pass that next trillion dollar you know relief bill, <laughs> just completely negating everything that I said and just giving me a generic printout letter. Oh, thanks, thanks for your concern. Mitch we'll, McConnell we'll promises more. to weed out systemic racism and stop the hashtag climate crisis. Please leave your message for Mitch. <laughs> Burp. Uh, yeah, so I like my voice being heard there. Here's the more. Here's these are the real voices that need to be heard. We need to amplify these voices. These are the celebrity voices, and they matter most. J Lo. It is an amazing, amazing day. God bless everybody. Ah. I have just cried tears of joy. <laughs> I'm crying tears of joy with my filter. God bless everybody. Oh. I have just cried tears of joy. And I hope that we can all come together, and love each other, and appreciate each other. It's a new day. It's so, like, what, what, what reality do these people live in? Now we're going to appreciate each other and love each other. When did that stop? When did that stop? Like, what are they, what are you talking about? Mindy Kelling says, crying and holding my daughter. Look, baby, she looks like us. She looks like us. She looks Indian like us. Wow. I'm excited. I'm hopeful and I'm happy and I'm proud. And I'm so excited to see a black woman in the White House. Everyone's celebrating out there and I hope y'all are celebrating too. It's a beautiful day. Uh, it just this harkens back to ancient Rome. Like we we're an empire, and we don't really know the history of ancient Rome because a lot of it was just kind of destroyed, and what was written is just you know ticky tack representation. But 
Certain oligarchs and fiefdoms were alive in Rome, and they had backed their power behind an emperor. And this puppet emperor may or may not have more or less power or authority, but you know he was nudged to do certain things. And so they have their emperor, and they're hoping that they'll get their agenda across these people with the Green New Deal and the climate accords and all that. They're thinking it's all going to be reversed, and within 10 years we're going to go you know, zero carbon emissions and all this new solar technology will pay for everything. And it's a pipe dream, but I think that a lot of them truly do believe it. So we got to take that into consideration. (laughs) There's a lot of people and a lot of them aren't very bright, but they believe that this green new deal will come in and save it and make the world just such a better place. And and there's other people like us that totally disagree, and there's a gulf. There's a gulf between. Just like in ancient Rome, there was people who, who backed Caesar. There's people who thought he was a tyrant, and there was a giant coup to stab him to death. But if you look what happened to the coup plotters at the end of it, if you read the Ides of March, you know they were all hunted down like dogs, and it, it, Rome ended up in a civil war. Mm. Because these people and their factions were just trying to vie for power. And that's where I see it going on now. There are certain factions that are fighting with each other over power. Now, do these factions really represent you or me? Or our cares, or our hopes, or our dreams? Or do they just represent their special interest groups? Mm. And there's, a, there's one side, you know, a Republican Trump faction, and there's a Democrat faction. But who do they truly represent? Are they just pandering? And I believe that both sides are engaged in this pandering for power, and they're both infighting, and they're both doing things that are Machiavellian and not quite right. And for the most part, the American people can look the other way as long as they're competent, as long as they can keep the economy moving along and we get things we want and the bread and circuses. We'll keep things, you know, the status quo. And then every now and then, when they get completely out of whack, then, yeah, there's some type of political unrest or uprising. But I think the people now are just hoping to go back to that status quo. And I don't know if it will. <laughs> I mean, I don't have faith that there is a, a well, it's like the status quo, quo before. Back. It's like the status quo before was perfect. But, hey, it was a heck of a lot more livable than what these people are trying to push on us now. But I'm just I'm, – I'm hearing all this and all these big fancy words like history – I'm over here trying to enjoy this cigar and and enjoy the death of racism, and you're you're, you're killing it, man. You're, all these all these big words and talking about reality and history. We're trying to LARP like racism's dead over here. What is what's your problem, man? <laughs> Look at a Cher says. I have wanted him to be president since 2006. My dream has come true. Cher has wanted. Joe Biden to be president since 2006, since, since the Iraq war was really just kicking into high gear, which Joe Biden supported, which Joe Biden's brother was given contracts, building contracts for like, what was like half a billion dollars or something in Iraq? Yeah, these, these people, they just, they want to save us. Cher, do you believe in life after Trump? Cher says... Since 2006, she's wanted him to be president. Who the hell has wanted Biden to be president? Like, Biden didn't even want to be president. I, I would, maybe that's wrong. Maybe Joe Biden and Cher are probably the only ones who wanted, wanted Biden to be president since 2006. I think he was the only one crazy enough to, to run. I think that everyone else, anyone who has any lick of sanity in their brain, would job. you really want that job? Hell no. I'm just asking. 
<laughs> There's an idea out there. I don't. I don't believe so. I mean, if, you, if you're going to do it, and you're going to try to do something that goes against the uh, the, the whole global uh, global destruction, WEF, uh, UN, uh, world government agenda. Then you're going to be demonized. You're going to be called a terrible, horrible piece of filth. Even if you just slightly oppose it, right? Um, or it's either that, like if you want to be president, you're either going to be completely opposed, you're going to be uh, murdered by the system and just thrown through the meat grinder and manipulated, mind controlled and gaslit by the media for four years like you saw with Trump. Or you can play ball and you could be a soulless whore. You could be a soulless, dead-eyed um, whore like the, like the rest of these guys. That, that's your options if you're going to be president. You're either a whore or you're hated. I think Trump kind of walked the line. Mm. I think he, he knows how to walk the line. He's a grand trickster. And I would like to see his insurance policy because he's got to have a big insurance policy coming out of this thing or else I don't know how he would be able to just sleep at night because there's got to be something that he has that he's holding up his sleeve because yeah. Lord knows. The Maxwell and, stuff was weird, man. And like appar- Apparently his, his ex-wife was real good, good friends with Ghislaine Maxwell, allegedly, um, according to one of Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein's victims, Maria Farmer, I think it was. Uh, there, there's weird stuff there. That means there's I got... dark stuff, and it, 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 there is no depth to it. It just goes on, and there's you could you could go mad if you really believed half of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But like I was saying about leadership, who wants to lead? Like we come from tribal beings, where the, our evolution was to live in small groups of a hundred or so, and and for. You know, a good half a million years while we were becoming human, we lived in these small groups and we had infighting. We had a structural hierarchies that were constantly changing and the dynamics of it were very complex. And yet the most competent, the most strong, the people who could provide for their communities, the women who were the best mothers, the best weavers, the, the, the talented people of each individual community were given roles of authority and power based upon merit. But something happened when the structure of the society expanded to the township, to the city, when you get a few thousand people and you can't organize these people based upon merit because who's going to judge? So what you have is a, a shyster class, yeah. a, a group of talkers that can manipulate. Yeah. And then they learn the skills of manipulation. And, and they, then, realize, and then oh, they yeah, create yeah. universities and they have an institutionalized revolution going on through these universities all the time where everybody's trying to climb the shit ladder of the fake intellectuals and, and be seen as the expert, right? It's so funny. I was talking to a guy today. We were talking about like how things kind of work in Ecuador with building and stuff like that. He was like, man, it's, like, it's such a pain in the ass when you deal with these engineers here because they, they, these people, they live in cities. They have no – they've never touched dirt in their lives. And they'll come out and they'll tell you, oh, yeah, you need, you need like this much concrete here in this wall. And that's enough. That will be fine. And these dudes who are, who are just you know, working on the ground level who actually build things, actually use their hands, actually build homes – they're like, no, no, that's that's ridiculous. That's not how you're going to do it. That's going to fall right off as soon as it gets a little shaken, as soon as a little bit of water comes. That's going to fall down if you only use this much concrete. This is just an example. But um, yeah, the, the, the engineers here, they're, they're clueless. And all they're, all they're there for is to sign a piece of paper, draw the little blueprint, and, um, and, and get paid for it. They're, they're middlemen. It's middleman bureaucrats that run this shit. Um, that expands, and, and, and right now there is a huge expansion of it. And why so many people are going along with what's going on is because they don't want to jeopardize that. They don't want to shut the gravy train down. There's people that 
I mean, $60,000 a year just to sit and sign off on all this illegality. And there's a, a line a mile long of people who are willing to do it, to sell out their fellow man to make a, an easy buck. And this is the nature of money, the nature of mammon. And it's something that's always been with us and something we've always had to fight with. But now it seems on such a monumental scale, it just makes the Egyptian pharaohs look like dwarfs in comparison to the pyramids that we're building. But look, you know, Lady Gaga, important. look at Lady Gaga. She's so little, she's so enlightened and empowered. This is a very special, special day. Oh. It's a day where a lot of people <laughs> who have felt this is a straight-up neocon, neoliberal war hawk. Just got elected. And this is a special day. We're going to cry over it. Like, we were li- living in... Look, guys, I almost... I, a, a, congratulations. Pat myself on the back. I've almost finished this cigar. <laughs> it's done. I'll say it's done. It's getting It's getting hard. I think that's, uh, that's the end of the cigar. Racism is done. R.I.P. Racism. My celebration cigar is also done. I'm slightly lightheaded from it because it was, it was a whole cigar. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I can watch more of these stupid celebrities. Let's finish. So, that you one. think these? Do you think these people are earnest in their emotions, or do you think it's larping? Like it's. it's I think it's half and half. I think that these people are so disconnected from real human emotion that they can make themselves cry on camera. And uh, I think they, they can really hype themselves into these states and they can tell themselves they believe it. But I think they're, I think they're just kind of – it's just little demons having a party. It's just like little demons having a party. Think of the, think of the coming nepotism. Think of all the people who are going to be yeah, – oh, yeah, I, I always wanted Biden to be president. And then all of a sudden they're allowed on the – their music is allowed on the clear channel stations. And all of a sudden they're up on the top of the charts and and – you see yeah. where this is going. You know, this, the type of censorship that might be coming in in the next couple of years, if you're it's not on here. the right side of the administration, your number might be called. You're the one who's going to get the IRS audit. You're it's the one who's going to have your contract null and void. You're going to be on AOC's gulag list, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, they have lists. They're making lists on Twitter right now. We talked about this earlier. They're making lists. They're like, we've got all your name, all you enablers. And they're saying like, not just the people in the administration, the voters too. We got a list of all you. It's crazy. State of terror and aggression all the time. But it's over. Yeah, the media is going to stop terrorizing you now. Sure. You can... You can feel warm now. Oh, you can feel warm now? Michelle Obama. Big Mike is stoked. Big Mike's got a hard on for this one. Who's this guy? Toxic masculinity. Oh, there he goes. Here's true toxic masculinity on display. This is what toxic masculinity is. <laughs> There's this one too. Cardi B. Cardi B for the for the children out there. We got we got to tap into the uh, the Cardi B consciousness now and see see what she's got to say. The news. Didn't I tell you yesterday when I posted? I haven't been fuzzing and talking because I knew we was gonna win. God knows better. You know what I'm saying? And let me tell you Ugh. something. You know why God 
put Joe Biden in place because you Trump supporters were getting out of line. Y'all was becoming real bullies. And as much as I want to tell you to suck my dick, I'm going to retract that and take that back. Uh-uh. She's taking the high... I'm taking the high ground. Uh. I ain't going to tell y'all suck my dick. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be classy about it. But let me tell y'all something. Y'all been putting me through for so... For a hot minute. Ever since I started talking... To just say Bernie, yo, these Trump supporters that got blue check on Twitter, y'all be coming at me every week for attention. Y'all be coming at me for attention. Y'all try to scare my sister off the beach. Y'all fucking broke a pole on my husband's car. Y'all was doing the most. And y'all kept bullying people and picking on people. Bullying. That's the point that a Trump supporter with so many fires. I gotta keep running with the bullies. The bullies. Y'all bullying. Followers. We're trying to send people to burn down my house to loot my house. Like y'all got y'all got out of control. Like this power that y'all y'all was having, and it just got out of control. And um, I'm I'm ready for a change. And don't be acting no scared and everything. Y'all acting like Joe Biden's gonna kick y'all out of the country. Y'all still in the American. You see logical manipulation technique she's using. She's acting like the victim, yeah. but at rubbing it in people's face, you know, that, oh, yeah, we won. Ha. And then at the other side is, oh, no, we're the victim. All your supporters are coming after my sister. Oh, so, like, yeah, too, uh, too. Uh, Oops, sorry. And, sorry, got uh, so it's all about pelvic blood flow. You get inadequate clitoral engorgement, um, uh, which um, um, a, uh, a lubricant can be useful. Excuse me. Sorry. Dr. Gregor interrupted Melissa. Melissa DeCourcy donates 10 bucks via Streamlabs, says another Streamlabs test for you. You're right. We, we got to test more, guys. We got to make sure the Streamlabs are working. It worked for Melissa, but we got to make sure it works for you too. So make sure to donate via the Streamlabs link in the description and in the chat right now. Thank you guys for supporting. We get no support okay. from YouTube. We're just I'm supported not, by you guys. I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with Streamlabs, so do you just... Is it like a YouTube stream service? Or I've never you, been on it. You can, it's, it's separate from uh, YouTube. YouTube gets no money from the Streamlabs. YouTube takes yeah. 30% of Super Chats, which is a huge cut. They take nothing from Streamlabs. That just goes directly to the content creator. And uh, Streamlabs is... I, I highly recommend it. I think it's good. It, it works for me. And it's a way that we've been able to fund these shows and keep these going. So, yeah. Streamlabs is good. I, I suggest uh, if you are on YouTube to use Streamlabs instead of YouTube Super Chat to support your uh, content creators. We're creators. Um, yeah, I like it. I still care for you. Even though you was a person talking all that because you're a Trump supporter, he's still going to care for you, okay? It's time for a change. I'm excited for a change. And unlike y'all, when Trump up, y'all still be cheering him up and everything. That's how I know y'all not real supporters because if Joe Biden mm. up, I'm going to tell him my own self. I'm going to call him and I'm Thank you, Cardi. He's going to call Joe Biden. She's going to tell him how to run the country. So we got it. We got it under control. I'm going to tell him. Gonna be good. I'm going to tell him to stop all you bigots. Dang, Cardi B, so eloquent, so beautiful, so empowered, so empowered. What filth? <laughs> Freaking filth, man. She's a millionaire. She's doing something right. If, if money's your goal, yeah. She well, she's she's found the the hack. It's just be a whore. Right. Sell, sell, sell your sex, sell your soul. Um, the oldest business in the, in the world. <laughs> true, true. The oldest profession.
She's she's a uh, she's quite the professional at the oldest profession, isn't she? Man, well, uh, let me come over here to chat and see see what's going on with all the bigots. You guys, uh, you guys want more from Derek? I'm always I'm always I mean, excited when Derek calls in. I always raw flesh and all that good stuff. But <laughs> yeah, I know but... the I know the consciousness, the mass consciousness, is just going on to what's this farce that we call an election but you know i can go back deep into the the biology of raw meat and how wonderful it is to, to get away to from do, processed foods we're gonna have to do another <laughs> fridge tour of you soon man we'll have to do a uh, a nice fridge uh-huh. a nice fridge tour people are like there someone says derek's awesome celebs vids are boring yeah all these celebs suck all these celebs suck and derek is awesome derek is nice. Call me during the, the daytime to be the big where i can show you my yard and i can day. yeah get out there and show you the the meat yeah, man. Yeah, that would be cool. We got to do that sometime soon. We got another super chat here from Bear Roots Farmer. Bear Roots Farmer says, donates five bucks via Streamlabs, and says, stop slut shaming. Thank you, Bear Roots Farmer. I'll, I'll, I'll stop slut shaming. Um, you aren't slut shaming. You're horse shaming. <laughs> exactly. I'm skank, I'm skank shaming. Um, that's a funny thing. Stop shaming. Stop shame shaming me. Don't shame shame me. Well, there's no shame in the game. It's just when people try to act like they're politicians when they really just sell their bodies on the internet. There's, I mean, they got to be called out, right? No, that's hate speech. That's mean. Uh-huh. I really don't mean to be hateful. I actually have a, a compassionate heart, and I understand what people go through and how they've been manipulated their whole lives to thinking, you know, whatever they think. Yeah. So I'm not really judgmental. I just. I'm more of the devil's advocate, just saying, you know, okay, who do you really think you are? <laughs> it's always funny with these with these godless people who don't even believe in God. Start like, oh, God put Joe Biden in there. Which which God put Joe Biden there? Cardi B, hey, the God that gave God? her all the money. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. The God, the God that gave you all that attention for your wet ass pussy song, as you did the Hunter Biden of the world, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the same God that gave Hunter Biden. Uh, them, them Ukrainian contracts and those Chinese contracts. Um, it's a trickle-down economy, though, right? You know, that money has to go somewhere. And trickle there's down. a lot of opportunistic people that are willing to take on that job. Yeah. Power to them. Trickle-down. The trickle-down economy. Um, what, what about you in your area, man? How has uh, like the, the shutdowns with businesses and stuff gone in Kentucky? Like, I know New York, okay. California are screwed. What about in Kentucky? Oh, yeah, California's screwed. Our governor is a quizzling, and there, there's actually a lot of evidence that his election was fraudulent. Like, we had another governor incumbent that wasn't very popular, but he still nudged him out. But there's a lot of inconsistencies, so I think he's totally illegitimate. But he yeah. has gone mad with power. He gives these daily briefings about how many cases. <laughs> so in a, in a in a state of six million people, like there's maybe a thousand cases a day, and maybe they 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 list you know a few deaths here, a few deaths there, but there's no other information about it. It's just mm-hmm. hyperbole. It's the people who have chronic illnesses that are dying of the common cold. For all I know, so what he does so is that doesn't exist anymore. Part- there's no flu. There's no cold anymore. It's just. There is no flu. <laughs> the flu went away. <laughs> the flu has been cured. All these countries that took all the, all the countries that took the IMF stimulus and the IMF relief loans, um, the, the IMF war loans. All these countries that took that, the conditions 
seemed to uh, to want to push those countries towards um, towards not just the destruction of like the gig economy, the restaurants, um, education, and whatnot, but there also seemed to be um, shit. I just got dis- distracted by the uh, <laughs> distracted by shit popping up on the screen, um, and I, lo- I lost my uh, I lost my thought there. The uh, the the IMF loans, the uh, the countries that enacted them all had to do these lockdowns and whatnot and destroy their economy and then all this money floods in and then it trickles out through the bureaucracies into the people how that are... How dare you? How dare humanity yeah, silence her for as a, second. a species, the most destructive... All, all voices matter, but right now Michelle Lowe's voice doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> thank Not, you. I hear She knows... <laughs> But yeah, I know what you're saying, the trickle down and then the trickle back up, but it doesn't trickle up through the people, it trickles straight through the corporations, and this is where the crux of the scam is. But if you step outside a line, if you're a country, if you're a nation state that doesn't take the money, then they impose all types of other you know, economic sanctions, and they don't yeah. might call them economic sanctions, you just can't get a loan, you can't get investments, you can't get people to yeah help bail you out when yeah. you're going bankrupt, so like it, it's... I don't know. It's, they're giving you an offer you can't refuse. It's mafia tactics, and yeah, but it's on a global scale. Yeah. And so that's what our governor's doing. And he is very slick. He's he's a attorney. He reads scripts. I think he's just a puppet. He's a quizzling. But what he says is, do it for the economy. He's he, if you want to keep businesses open, you have to keep complying with these orders. And he does it in such a paternal way, like he's he's the daddy telling the kids now, come on. You know, it's curfew. You got, okay, restaurants have to close at 11 o'clock because, you know, the virus knows when it's 11 o'clock. And these types of nanny state regulations, he's pushing through and people are obeying them lockstep. Yeah. And it's just completely over the top ridiculous. And and what it looks like is they're increasing the numbers of testing. We've had record cases in the last few days. So after this election stuff, dies down we're getting set for a surge you know like in the winter time when everybody gets flu and pneumonia there's going to be more sick people but they're going to use that for more justifications of first of all the mask ordinances that keep get extended month by month by month we're never going to be able to meet out without a mask it seems and so it seems like incrementally they are preparing us for some other type of uh, second wave and whatever they want to call yeah. it. Yeah, well, you can just and create that through testing, right? And, uh, what, I, what I forgot to mention earlier, the uh, the IMF loans, all these countries that accepted these IMF loans also stopped tracking flu cases. Isn't that weird? Isn't that, doesn't that kind of just fit the, uh, the whole narrative? Yeah, well, I, I, was, I was cognizant of what was going on back in the H1N1, which was probably just the beta test, just like SARS and a lot of these other so-called scares, where uh, the H1N1, they're doing live vaccine trials out of UK hospital where my children were being born at the time. And this was right on the cusp before I started eating raw meat. And I was really prone to viral infections. I was, was sick. This was back like in, what, 2009? And, uh, yeah, we, we all had it. The family caught this H1N1 and it. I mean, if we were sick, like I had a two-year-old, my two-year-old daughter, she got really, really sick and had a high fever. And we thought that, you know, she was just about to take her to the hospital before the fever broke. And then my wife at the time, it, she was pregnant with my daughter, Charlotte, which triggered her like early birth. 
and uh, I was sick like for a couple weeks. And then like after about July, they just quit testing for for it. Like no one knows how the H1N1 ever left or why it's never around anymore. But there was orders to just quit testing for it, and then it disappears. So you know where do those orders come from? And why are there orders for increasing the tests now of all times? They are increasing the testing because every employer, every school is wanting to create these bubbles, these so-called bubbles where people are tested and then only the tested are allowed in. Yeah, exactly. That's why they call it the bubble because that's what they want. (laughs) They want a society where everybody, if you want to be in the bubble, you have to be tested. You have to jump through the hoops. I mean, I got to laugh at it because it, it's so ridiculous if you know how biology works. If you think you can isolate yourself from little DNA particles floating around in the air by, like, keeping six feet apart and wearing a mask, you're, you're out of your mind. And I will say that to anybody to their face and even people I like and respect. And that's why most people don't want to have a, this conversation. It's, it's hard for me to have this type of conversation because I'm so adamant about the ridiculousness of putting a piece of paper on your face and and keeping it there for months on end and thinking that that's doing something to save the world how brave doing your part to save the planet yeah no the the next thing that's going to happen is though if they could if they're able to continue with all the lockdowns the destruction of the whole economic order now the plan is to bring in a to do have like a debt jubilee where you're going to forgive all debts to all the nations the imf and world bank We'll forgive all debts, but guess what? That's going to come with conditions, mm-hmm. and those conditions yeah, are the new mean. currencies, the exactly. taxes, the Great Reset, Green New Deal, everything tracked and traced, everybody biologically tracked, traced, controlled, tested, treated as desired, and that's that'll be the um, that'll be the next step, and that's what Klaus Schwab wrote about in his book, The Great Reset. It's a long time coming. Uh, the, the, the system as it is is ready to go. It's just they're already ready to implement something new without our input, basically. So whatever the system is has already been pre-engineered, and we're just going to have to accept it, right? Well, we don't. This is the thing. It's like we we build real communities. We we give give our children real skills. We teach our children how to think, how to ask real questions, how to ask the important questions. And, um, you know, we we don't have to uh, to just submit to this, and that's why – I'm always inspired to talk to guys like advocate. I know, I know there's a lot that we can do. I'm just trying to brainstorm. Like, okay, Man. there's got to be alternative currencies that we can trade and find ways to barter and maybe yeah. even having our own currencies, like a colonial script. And if it looks different in different areas. It'll look different in different areas. It'll be looked different in different yeah. communities. It'll, we'll have to have dynamic solutions for each region. But what's happening now is where authorities being centralized, what they can do now is they can pinpoint – certain regions that aren't going along and then all of a sudden you know, oh, there has a big outbreak there and we yeah. got to go in and lock down that particular region so what they're doing is they're they're testing it like australia and, and europe and having these long-term hardcore shutdowns and then they'll have uh opening up but contingent on their compliance with the new tax structure. Yeah. And if people start to rebel and people start to find ways around it, there's, it's going to be a tit for tat. It's a war of attrition. Just like when uh, Russia was being sieged, yeah. but before the bankers could even go in, they had to starve the people. They had to have this world war one yeah. event where they were just fighting, fighting, throwing men on the Western front, just 
people dying left and right. And then after years and years of attrition and starvation, then that's when, you know, after you've been beaten and your will is broken, that's when they make the deal. Okay, get the chip. Okay, give up your, your dollars and we'll give you a new currency. And so this is the war of attrition that's that's going on right now. It's it's going to be a long one. I mean, just yeah. hunker down. And, and in the meantime, if you have communities, if you have freedom, if you have life and love, just live it. That's yeah. the best thing you could do, right? Just live live free or die trying. Well, telling vegans that they've been brainwashed is actually Ooh. just one of the gaslighting techniques got, I want to highlight. We've got a stream, a stream Labs donation. Mrs. G. Mrs. G is making sure, you guys, make sure the Streamlabs works. Test it out. Um, no, I'm just joking. You guys, if you enjoy the show, please support the show. Like Mrs. G here, donated 25 bucks through Streamlabs. Says, great stream tonight. Thank you, Mrs. G. I appreciate that. Um, well, shoot, let's wrap it up. I think we've gone almost four hours now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up, guys. I want to appreciate tell all the... Uh, Tell all the audience that we appreciate your support. We appreciate everybody who supports via the Streamlabs and the link there. Um, uh, another good way to support is becoming a member at primaledgehealth.com slash membership. There's a link down in the description below. Uh, we just had a coaching call. Was it today? No, yesterday we did a last coaching call. Was that today? Maybe it was today. The, the, the days all blend into one. But we do weekly coaching calls in there. And um, if you want our support with dialing in your diet, healthy lifestyle, and the support of like-minded people in a cool community, uh, there's no trolls. It's a nice private forum. Become a member of PrimalEdgeHealth.com. You can get coaching from us and support the work we do. And you'll get notified on these streams because YouTube's not going to notify you. But um, yeah, guys, don't don't despair. We'll see what happens. It's a great time to uh, completely tune out from all media for a few months. Um, it's a great time to, uh, to stop diving down rabbit holes for a little bit and spend time with your family. And, um, shoot, I, I'm glad you guys enjoy these streams, but don't, don't go spending all day, uh, you know, perusing, uh, Twitter and just watching all the madness unfold. You can, uh, you can be, be driven into a state of kind of, um, your learned helplessness with this. And that's what they want. They want us to be in a state of learned helplessness, agitation, and constant fear. And, uh, so that's good to you know, maybe unplug from the internet every once in a while. And uh, you know, maybe just tune into this stream if you enjoy this stream, like uh, like Derek said. And um, yeah, everybody, thanks for watching. Derek Nance, thanks for coming on. If anybody wants to get in touch with you, is there a way? Like, do you do you keep a presence on any of these uh, social engineering platforms? Uh, no, I've not updated any social platforms, and uh, I might not want to be reached. Actually, <laughs> there's right, a leave few Derek people alone. Right now. Leave Derek um, alone, everybody. <laughs> they'll they'll hunt me down if they really want to find out where I'm at. But yeah, but uh, what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll try to make a promise to the carnivore community that within the next couple of years, hopefully, I'll be able to set up some more how-to videos, just basically what I do, how I process my animals, food yeah. storage, all that fun stuff. Where it's going to be more and more important, you know, as uh, the quality of the meat at the grocery gets less and less and the ability yeah. for people to afford their own food, you know, is threatened. I think that there will be a key audience that would have a lot to learn from, from what I've learned over the last 10 years as far as animal husbandry, butchering, yeah. processing, storing your own food so that you can get the maximum amount of nutrition out of each animal and actually live more sustainably and more in ecological balance than any of these people that are preaching to us how we should live <laughs> that you hear about all the time. These exactly. environmental nuts that have taken over 
the movement. And so I'd like to be able to, to offer that. I'm just kind of being coy right now. I got a lot of other things on my mind, a lot of other things in my life, but yeah, man. hopefully yeah. I'll get out there and do it. Awesome. Awesome. Derek, you're always welcome to call in, man. I love when you call in and I always love hearing from you, bro. Um, Derek Nance, thanks for calling in and everybody who's watching now. Thanks for checking out the stream. Hit the subscribe, the like, and do all the things that I'm supposed to tell you to do. And have a great night, everybody. God bless. And uh, don't don't let this shit get you uh, get you all wound up. That's what it's meant to do. It's meant to get you wound up. Uh, focus on building real communities. Focus on building real skills, teaching your children real skills. And um, if you guys got any last questions or comments, we got Alienated Beans. Send a four ninety nine euro super chat. It says take care. Thank you, Alien alienated being don't let yourself feel if you believe oh, that you are being gaslighted don't let yourself feel too alienated out there guys because that's what this mass media is designed to do it's designed to make you feel alienated designed to make you feel alone designed to make you feel worthless and uh and, and that's not that's not reality you're not worthless you're not alienated and uh it's important that we build real communities and that we uh that we all um that we all seek the truth and we all repent because you know this is uh Maybe we deserve what's coming, and uh, hopefully we can turn some of this stuff around. But um, shoot, if we're if we're not going to admit our own complacency and our own um, our own faults here, then we might deserve what's coming. But uh, Derek Nance, thanks for hanging out, man, and all the audience. I'm out of here, guys. Stop this stream here. Uh.